Motherfuckers that time anyway. <laughs> What's good, everybody? It's your boy A Mike Buggy, and this is episode 38 of the EBS podcast. I'm here with the crew, Obi Wan. Yo, episode 38. Man, we coming along. Yeah, man. I agree. What's good? I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's dragging. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? 38 episodes, or? Yeah, it just feels like because we've been doing this for uh, going on two years. Yeah, exactly. I was shocked when Damn, I Damn, I was yeah. just thinking of going on a year. It's I thought long, it was going on a year yeah. too because I thought about it not too long. And I realized, no, we're no. going on two years. Yeah, yeah. We no, 2019. We, we took a hiatus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's we true. We, we rebranded, so you know. Yeah, so. Well, cool. we'll be glad that we can continue to bring, you know, the entertainment to the fans. And hopefully, you guys are in fact entertained. Yeah. Absolutely. Y'all the ones that keep us going. We only doing it for y'all. <laughs> we, we sure as hell ain't doing it for the money. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll tell nah. y'all that much. Yeah, not yet at least. <laughs> at least not yet. You're right. But what's good, fellas? I feel like wait, actually, I haven't seen y'all since what before the new year. We uh, like we haven't recorded, yeah, 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 yeah. so happy new year! Happy yeah, new yeah, year, happy man! New year. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, happy new year to everybody too. And uh, I started a new job just this year. Oh, yeah. how's that going? Yeah, man, you know, first week down has been good. So. You like it? You like being busy again, quote unquote? I, you know, I haven't actually gotten to anything because I need to like do some real training. But uh, what I didn't like, well, let me not say that. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for my opportunity, Word. but I gotta get my ass up at fucking five <laughs> in the morning and shit. Oh, because <laughs> just uh, to get to work on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you feel like you're waking up with a purpose now? Like, I mean, I don't. I, like, oh, you know what? I would like to know what happened throughout the course because we never really spoke about it, right? Throughout the course, when you lost your job and how you know you just kind of like went along with life and how your yeah. warnings were. How, if you want to talk about it, yeah, how, it was different. How right? ill shit was. Maybe sometimes you just felt sick about it, or maybe sometimes you just didn't have any motivation. Like, yeah. So you know that we can talk about it definitely. You yeah. know, I think for me with this situation, funny enough, with losing my job last year, February, mm-hmm. um, basically I was out of job, out of a job for a year. I honestly stayed positive. Okay. Like, I I think That's I had you know like little moments where I'm sitting there I don't gotta get up early so I'm eating breakfast at twelve o'clock and I'm like shit <laughs> That's like yo I lost my job yeah. you know what I mean and yeah. it would hit me like that but it'd be like you know what it's all good it's for yeah. a reason definitely put and things in perspective it put things in perspective but it also gave me an opportunity to do pursue things that um I didn't have the ability to do because of my other job like you know I got a IT certificate certificate um, I went back to school things like that mm-hmm. um i still enjoy life so i appreciate you know the support that i had from my family my girl yeah you know to still be able to do things um but i feel like now that i got this job mm-hmm. and just being there for a week i mm-hmm. feel like i made i feel like it's a great company okay. i feel like there's gonna be uh, a lot of opportunities of growth for me great. and i mean definitely feels good to be back working you know when i get that first check it's only gonna be a week's worth of a check but it's gonna be more than I've gotten because I've been uh, <laughs> I've been struggling. That's the other thing, though. It's been a struggle. Right. Like before, it was a struggle, but then it really became a struggle in like September, where it was like, all right, your savings were depleted. How I'm gonna pay my bills next month? Right. And like I had to get creative with shit. Right. Savings definitely was depleted. You know what I mean? But I definitely had to get creative with shit. I had to like. And you know, and until I get that first check, it's still a struggle. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, to me, it's funny because it's like a blessing in disguise, if you will. Because you know, situations like this, you know, helps you to become resourceful. You know what I mean? Because you know, when you get a family and, and you buy a house and you're like really invested, you never know what's going to happen. And you know, you won't 
be in a situation where you're worried because you'd be like, I've been here. I know what to do. The hustle's on. Let's get it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, God forbid that I, I'm not out of a job ever again without not without it being my own choice. Right. But um, I definitely know how to handle it because exactly. I did a lot of things bad. I did a lot of things wrong. Did like, you get you know, a severance package? No. Did you get unemployment? I got unemployment. Okay. But unemployment doesn't last as long as I thought it did. Oh. And like I said, I did a lot of things wrong, right? Okay. And I had a perception of how things were going to go, uh-huh. and it didn't completely go like that. I thought I'd get a job by the summertime. I right. didn't get a job. I thought unemployment would last until I'm employed. It stopped, mm. and I wasn't prepared for that. Okay. So I made a lot of mistakes. Do you have advice for people if they were to go through this in the Absolutely. future? Absolutely. Give it to the people, Absolutely. Man. You know what I mean? People. You know, for one, save. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you ain't got a job, that's real. Save, yo, and like you got to you got to change your lifestyle. And the thing, like I said, I'm grateful because I'm still here. I made it, but I uh-huh. didn't really, I didn't change my lifestyle in a way that I should have. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have been in a much better position than I am now. And as I said, I'm not in a bad position. I'm not in a horrible right. position. I just could have been in a better position. You know, funny enough, my credit went up. Oh, nice. Right? <laughs> like, you know, my credit went up, although I did have to use credit cards here and there and things like that. So I definitely got advice, and I definitely know for the next time how to, how to handle it. But even just like even this year going in 2019, the mm-hmm. things I'm trying to do, I feel like I'm better prepared because I wasn't prepared in the way that I should have been last year. I had good savings when I lost my job, right. which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, So I know how to save. But just being smart about spending money and things like that, I should have been smarter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely good, man. I, I I think whenever you go through hardship, the key is to to find out what what is the lesson in this situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. How can I avoid it? What can I do better next time? And so on and so on. So that's that's definitely awesome, and we are definitely happy that you you know you found a job that you like, and you know yeah, going to continue to grow. I'm glad your week was good, and you started your your new job, and you're enjoying that. Yeah. My week was a little bit different though. Oh, word. I I had a situation with no technology where I was I just it was thought after thought after thought and I went down this whole rabbit hole of thoughts regarding technology right okay and it was at different times right so it started when you know I went to like a local 7-eleven okay and you know I picked something up which I just realized I go to 7-eleven a lot I have the rewards program and everything like I get they got rewards they got yeah, a rewards, rewards program yeah. rewards. so I was like I might as well I had this conversation <laughs> at work about 7-eleven and somebody was like people go to 7-eleven a lot well, like, 7-eleven is a shit they are the <laughs> biggest um, convenience yeah, store convenience store in the world yeah, yeah. yeah. they're fucking everywhere so I was cashing out right and you know the automated telesystems right um you put your credit card in, the credit card machines, you put them in, and they ask you, do, especially if it's a debit card, do you want cash back? Right. I hit no. And then that shit, at least I thought I hit no. And then that shit came up saying, uh, how much cash back do you want to take? Uh, so I looked a little confused. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, am I tripping? I was like, yo, I'm bugging out, right? So I said, you know, I hit the next button to keep going right, and taking right. the cash out, right? Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the transaction, I guess the teller saw my face. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that system messes up sometimes, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yo, I'm glad you said that because I was bugging out. I thought I was tripping. I was like, yo, I swear I said no. But in my (laughs) mind, I believed the fucking technological system over my brain. So I was just wondering if y'all ever had a situation like that where or you feel like, um, you know, technology is surpassing your mind. Well, and, and you can think about that uh, as I dive into the next topic, or you can talk about it now. I mean, I think for me, I think we are kind of like we've been brainwashed to say that technology is has surpassed our brain. Yeah. Like whenever um, 
at my old company there would be an issue with you know a program mm-hmm. one of my co ex coworkers would always say the issue is between the chair and the computer you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean yeah, yeah. 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 that's what it's so, called it's funny problem I, exists between chair and computer exactly you know when I have that problem the most when when I'm using my GPS you know what? That, that, that's gonna that's gonna touch on my third oh, technology okay. topic. So hold that. Real All, right. All right. The next thing was one of my coworkers. I got to work on. I think it was Tuesday. One of my coworkers comes in. He said, "Man, he's an older gentleman." Right? Okay. Uh, he said, "Man, I left my phone in my cart." So you know, I bust the joke. I said, "Well, you're used to not having phones. I mean, you lasted about thirty years, thirty forty five years without right, them, right? Right, right?" So we went down this rabbit hole of a conversation about how you know back in the days you would. If you wanted to go visit a friend, and I remember when it was in, when we were in Nigeria, right? Not everybody had a phone, but we had phones, and our friends had phones. So you would call ahead before you went to go visit someone, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, or just to know if they were home, right? You don't yeah. want to make that drive, you don't want to make that walk, yeah. and get there and find out that oh shit, they're not home, right? Right. And sometimes you would call, it would ring, 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 they won't answer, and sometimes you would call, they'll answer, and then or they won't answer, and you decide, you know, do I want to go? You say no, you chill. You say yes, I'm gonna go try my luck. Maybe they were in the toilet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they were in the yeah. shower and see what happens. And now, you know, nowadays is a little bit different. Like, send right? Text. You could just send a text. You could yeah. just call. Uh, it even goes further on with you know relationships. And we started talking about that. Like, you know, it used to be, and he was saying, he was mm-hmm. saying this. Like, it used to be back in the days uh, before I left work or something. I'll call, hey, honey, I'm going to stop by the grocery store. Do you want me to pick up something? Yeah. Now is. Uh, hey, I'm in the grocery store right now. Uh, right. Is there anything what you, you want? want? Right. Yeah. And, you know, and I started having a conversation about how, you know, in some relationships, you know, they want you to check in at every step, right? Yeah. Oh, I need to know when you live one restaurant, right. if you're bar hopping, right, 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 and you right, go right. to the next place, to the next place, to the next place. And I'm just like, yo, this wasn't around back in the day. Or, or text right? your girl when she out with her girl. Right. Or some shit like that, yo. That, that wasn't around. <laughs> you had to right. do that. So yeah. there, were, there were less fights. Like, that's enough to cause a fight in a relationship. Well, then, That's I mean, true, yeah. there then were all again, these rules. There, there were pay phones at probably every bar, so you could be like, "Hey, honey, true. I'm at this bar. Yeah, I'm gonna true. go hang out." But it's it sets it a, a different a expectation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, a dime back then. Or, or it does because even like if you know your girl or, you, or your man always got his phone in his hand and mm-hmm. you call him and you text him and they don't respond right away. Yeah, what you doing? Yeah. Where you at? Yeah. like you know they got right. you know shit like that. Right, our lines are getting warped because back in the shit. day it was like oh, okay. I mean yeah, I mean yeah. I think cell phones get home when it gets they're, home. <laughs> they're, they're on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> handheld ha- handheld computers have definitely I feel like made us lazy in a sense. Right. Um, I think they changed that I mean, expectation. Do you, do you guys still memorize numbers? Um, I only re- memorize like my, my significant others and my family's numbers. Yeah. yeah. I know so like know I know family. y'all numbers. Mm-hmm. I know you know my wife and my family's numbers. But yeah, like like I got a work phone. But yeah, n- somebody asked me what's your number. I, I don't know. Let me numbers look it up. is another thing though. That's changing. Like that shit changes every day. Like you change your underwear. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> and with that phone conversation, so I don't know if y'all watch Grownish, right? Uh, anyone of y'all watch? Yeah, I watched. I haven't, I haven't watched. seen the third episode. There was it was about you know just of group, the new season. Of yes, the, okay, the new season was just it, yeah. about group chats, group text messages, yeah. Yeah. and all the rules that were around just group chats. Like, oh, do this if you're gonna do that, or uh, don't. You know, if some if you see somebody, everybody should have their phones charged all the time and things mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, this is just this, wild. This like, group chat rules, huh? group text message rules. Yeah, like, but but but. It was around the group chat and they communicated that way. So, yeah. like, their friendship almost fell out because of that shit. You know uh, what I'm saying? Because so many rules were governed by the use of this group chat and their cell phone. So, I mean, I just thought that was a <laughs> that was an interesting topic. 
So what? You, your cell phone had to be charged. So, so it was kind of like rude if you so your, your battery was low. Uh, yeah, yeah, or right. like so that was between like Zoe and her boyfriend. Right? Okay, he was okay. like, you can't let your phone die. Who, whose uh, rule was that? Was it Zoe's? I feel like it was his rule. Oh, okay. Or she might have like ditched at him for his phone dying one time, and they've created a rule that you can't yeah, let your phone yeah, die. Yeah. Then her phone died, and she legit had a panic attack it's because a, of that shit. I'm not like, it's a false <laughs> sense of security because we existed without this before. Yo, yeah, but, 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 but wait, we have. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. I was. We, we have. <laughs> this is around the realms of the conversation I want to have because the iPhone popped up on the scene. What 2008? Before that, it was you know. Flip phones, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they had and it was phones. flip phones. They were like camera phones, but you know, you had limited text messages. Right. You, you had to you text, only had one game you on had there. To hit one I, button I the seven black, times to get a letter. The BlackBerry <laughs> was probably the most advanced phone at that time. Okay, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it was no that that came up that came to mind again later on this this week. Rabbit hole number three. I was in uh, my client CIO's office. We were having a conversation, and we just segued into having a conversation about. You know, there's this big old map on his wall. And he was talking about how, you know, um, uh, years ago, actually the conversation started with the fact that he went to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is playing UVA. Uh, and it's been 15 years since UVA last bit Virginia Tech, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, think about the things that have happened in those 15 years, right? Cell phones have come around in those 15 years. So he, uh, and, and that kind of like sparked his mind to go down a rabbit hole and talk about the fact that, you know, years ago he was in, I believe he was in Arkansas and he had to drive from one part of Arkansas to, uh, to Memphis, Tennessee. And he legit pulled out a map and he couldn't just plot the GPS in his phone or anything like that. Right. right? So he had to take back roads to get to where he wants to be. And I had to stop and think, I was like, yo, Motherfuckers this day don't know how to read a map, yo. Like, no. if you drop Hell somebody no. somewhere and you say, "Look at this map and figure your way," you be fucked, yo. You you couldn't travel by yourself back in the day because mm-hmm. you had to have somebody drive, yeah, and, and you had to have somebody map. read the map, right? And, you know what I mean? And even further, I remember on, that shit. Yeah, when I graduated <laughs> from college, right, this was around '07. My first in my interview with the company that I work for now, uh, the day of the interview, you know, I was pumped, right? I was ready. I was up early. I was planning on getting there an hour earlier. And I had my map quest. None, some of the young kids don't remember mm-hmm. map quest, no but map I had quest. my map quest. Mm-hmm. And you had to print out the directions because there was no GPS back right, then, right? Right, yeah. right. You had right. to print out the directions and figure out, you know, Your how route. to get there, right? Yeah. Funny thing is, I had just started driving, and y'all know this, right? That was what I was 22 at that point. I just started driving um, about six months prior to that. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't too familiar with like the area, even though I grew up around it, but I never had to pay attention to right, like, yeah. right. the beltway or the roads or it's different like when that, you're right? driving. So, yeah. you know, I see the I see the directions, right? A little frazzled, right? Because, you know, I'm just trying to temper myself. I'm trying to calm myself because I had this interview. So I get on the four ninety five, you know, beltway exit. It's set to go west. I went east. Or some shit like that. I went the wrong way. And your map quest ain't reroute you. My map quest did not reroute me. You didn't say, you so, turn here. So when I realized that shit, I started to panic a little bit. I was like, fuck. I'm fucked. I got this interview. I'm not going to get this job. And I was like, and then I had to stop and think. I was like, because, you know, back in the day when you print out the map quest, it would also print out a little map in like the corner. Right. I looked at that shit. I was like, hold on. 495 is a fucking beltway. I was like, oh, this is why they call it a beltway. It's mm-hmm. a loop. It goes around. Yeah, <laughs> that's when like, it hits you, huh? <laughs> no way. Don't lie. Yo. That's probably where they hit you. Just another uh, clue is any three number 
um, sign is going to be a dude. A lot of shit hit me after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so like driving for six months. Four ninety five. Yeah, you know, all the beltways, pretty yeah. much, right? right. And now yeah. on your phone, you can zoom out. You can see that it's a it's a loop mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So I saw it. I was like, yo, if I keep driving, I should be able to get there. I left to get there an hour early. Yo, I should be good. But then as I started getting closer, it was like the other way said to take exit fifty seven A. Right. I was like, fuck, it's not just one exit A B. Yo, which way am I gonna go? And I had to like kind of like figure it out. Like, okay, uh, it said take this exit east, going towards this place or whatever. I was like, all right. Yes, you had to use your brain. See, I had to use my brain, and that's why that shit fucks me up now. Because I've always been good with directions. I wouldn't have did what you did. I would have said, "Oh shit, I'm going east. I'm supposed to go west. Let me exit off, turn around, and go west." Like I was always intuitive like that. I realized mad late. That's <laughs> yo, right. That's why my GPS be fucking me up now. Because if I take the wrong exit, uh-huh. I'm looking for my GPS to it's find it, it yeah. versus just using my own brain. Yeah. Or like if you drive in DC a lot, the shit is confusing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit, do I go this? You go a roundabout. Do I take this one? This one? And it'd be five exits and you don't know. And you looking at your map and it's confusing and it's like Shit, I know how to fucking drive. Like, if I want to go west, I know that right is west yep. or left is west. If yep. I want to go south, and so it messes me up because I stop using my brain and I start relying on technology to do it for me. Yeah, and so what it does is actually. I always, I always look at the map whenever I'm mapping out. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I, I mean. Do. I do that on my yeah. on my phone too. It's like mm-hmm. just to like I I think I can read a map. I've never read yeah. a map. I can read a digital. Map. I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> used, I used to read a map when I was younger. Just for kicks, like when we were going trips, you know? yeah, so, yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, they're gonna they're gonna figure that out though. They're gonna figure it out, and they're gonna find another technology advancement. So when but, you go the wrong way, you, but it's that's gonna why, be a chip in your brain that tells like, you to turn around. Everybody's so worried about the world ending, and when you see the world ending, is usually there's no communication. Uh, uh, you know, technology has failed, so everybody's tripping, and nobody knows how to communicate exactly. without that technology. You know, there's there's yeah. no map to get around. There's right, no land because right. I I don't have a landline. What was your GPS problem? Huh? What was your GPS problem? That was it right there. Just like like believing so much in the GPS that I forget how, I forget north, south, east, west. I forget 495 west versus the opposite direction is 495 east. Like simple things like that that everybody should know. Uh You know what I mean? So like if I know that I live, I'm in D.C. and I live north. I need to go north. I'm not going to go south. Right. That's stupid. Right, right, right. right. You know, so shit like that. But yeah, man, technology. Hey, it's a gift and a curse. That was a nice little intro. Yep. Uh, that's it for your technology stuff. That's it, man. That, that was funny. That was funny, <laughs> especially with the Seven Eleven thing. I I, I I know that has you tripping, like yeah, the man. motherfucker <laughs> IT like, guru, right? The engineer. I know what I pressed. What's going on here, man? But um. You know, I guess you guys know by now, it's been like a week and a half, um, and you guys have heard about the whole R. Kelly, uh, surviving R. Kelly docu-series. Um, have you guys watched it? <laughs> I watched uh, I watched the first four, uh, four episodes. Yeah, so six episodes, right? Yeah. You watched the uh, first six, four. Yeah, and I was reluctant to watch it um, because I just don't care about R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I watched three and a half of it. You watched three? Yeah. And I, I watched a total of four. I missed the first one and the very last one. How you missed the first one? Well, because... You so, didn't DVR it or look I don't, it up? I don't have cable. Okay. So uh, <laughs> so pretty much, I want to say I was guilted into watching it, but like, you know, our cousins was like, you guys have to watch this. You have to watch yeah, you know, they, was, they were definitely on this. Originally, I was like, I'm not going to watch it, but I was like, you know what? To be fair, it's kind of like... For me, the way I looked at it, it was like, how can you 
diss a rap song if you haven't heard the song. You know, right. that's the same premise I took. So yeah, I, I watched the, way, but... and by the time I started watching it, the first episode was gone. So I watched the second one, okay. third one, uh, fourth and fifth. And okay, yeah, it, it, it was. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was for me. It was it was crazy. Can we can we do like first impressions? Okay. Everybody do first impressions for the of the first episode we saw. Yeah, like yeah. A quick first okay. impression. Well, you didn't see the first episode, right? Well, so. of, of the first episode. The first that time you saw, saw it. The first, yeah, what okay. was your first impression? Uh, my first impression of the docuseries when I first started was just like, oh, this shit is official, official. Like, it was like a legit, like, docuseries. Like, yeah. And, you know, just overall, but even just that first episode, it was, it was pretty well done. Like, it, was, it wasn't bootleg. It, it was, no, it seemed tasteful to me. That lady um, might win an award for that. <laughs> yeah, it seemed pretty tasteful to me. Like. I actually don't think it was that well done. <laughs> really? Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was done pretty good, too. So, I mean, my first impression was like, uh, this is it. <laughs> but I'm going to keep on watching because everybody told me to. Okay. I actually wasn't that impressed with it. Okay. Um, as far as the, the information, that's a different thing. But I, I thought it could have been done better, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, let's say this. It, it was on Lifetime, right? It was and on Lifetime. Lifetime doesn't yeah. really do those things justice so just in that reality i think that's why a lot of people probably thought like oh this is really good co- compared to like other stuff that's been done in the past mm-hmm. um, so you know when i say it was it was well done i mean from the perspective that um you know it kept me engaged it kept me drawn in it kept right, me right, right, right. you know paying attention like at no point did I feel like, okay, I don't I'm care over. about what the fuck yeah. this person wants to yeah, say. Yeah. Like, I don't care about their opinion. I, I did. I, I'm sure you did. That's why you feel <laughs> the way that you do, right? But I felt like I was drawn into it. I was just like, okay, oh, what happens next? What happens next? Like, right. I was into it from the uh, the topic, the the way people were speaking, even to the background music. And background music plays a, a, a big factor in yeah, I a heard, lot of I heard they did a really good job with that. Like, like when things were somber, like, yeah. they, like it felt yeah. like a movie like <laughs> yeah. so one of the things that i did in that i particularly didn't like um and once again we're, we're talking about very i'm talking about very you know superficial shit was um <laughs> how like you'd be watching one episode and somebody would say something mm-hmm. and you go to the next episode and then they're finally actually talking about what what somebody said in the first episode mm. i just thought that was kind of weird how their shots kind of crossed over into episodes and things like that to mm-hmm. me it was confusing because you would have somebody telling a story here mm-hmm. then they go back to another person telling a different story yeah. and then in the next episode it'd be that person telling that story that you that but you kind of got a little bit of wind i think because they all tied together all tied in, and yeah. that's why they did that um, and, and i felt like they were trying to you know, give you an incentive to stick around yeah, to listen yeah. later on. Mm, I don't maybe. Know. And maybe maybe maybe. So. so for me, when I first saw it, I was I was disturbed. And okay. it, it wasn't just about, you know, what R. Kelly had done. It was like all of it. You know what I mean? It was kinda like Yeah. The parents, you know, his team. Like just all oh, of it. Oh, so you talking about over okay. okay. Yeah, overall. All right, all right. All right. So I thought you meant like the the docuseries itself not the entire story no oh, okay yeah. <laughs> i mean you know after like after getting through four episodes um i'll be honest like um i didn't feel anything um i you know there was a lot of outrage about it mm-hmm. i didn't really feel outrage um <laughs> yeah i didn't feel i i didn't feel anything and i i and i almost feel heartless yeah <laughs> I, I feel you because uh, everybody felt something and i was just like okay and going in I was like, when I heard everybody talking about it from 
you know, Joe Blow to Joe Button to yeah. whomever, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, why is everybody being so over the top about this shit, right? Yeah. Uh, because the knowledge that I had, right, didn't warrant that response. But I was like, you know what? Let me chill. Let me watch it. Yes. Let me see what people are talking about. Right. So when I started watching it, I could kind of see why people were reacting the way, the way that they were. But I still don't have the same reactions that they yeah. have. And I'm, I mean, we can get into it, but I know we're still just talking about at the high level how the shit was. So. And I wonder if we are, if we were less naive and maybe less of fans. I, I haven't really listened to R. Kelly like that since Jay, him and Jay-Z, mm-hmm. best of both worlds. Yeah. Jay-Z was like, I, I ain't mess fucking with you no right. more. Yeah. Off of that. And well, let, you me, know, let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. When you hear Ray Rice beat his wife, mm-hmm. what do you think? <laughs> I, I go to the video No like, no Forget the video What's your first reaction When you hear that That he beat his wife Yeah And you're talking about Right now in 2018 Just in general Like Put yourself back In the t- What was it 2016 oh, I can answer this well, quick. Yeah What happened What happened What Oh, What did she do Like I don't Yeah I, you're probably right I probably think Damn what happened yeah. Like what happened To make him beat his wife Yeah Okay so I I think And the reason why I brought And hold on real quick Before you say that When I say what does she do I don't mean that She has to do something mm-hmm. For positive or negative uh, For him to beat her I just meant to say that There has to have been Something that sparked Him to do it Whether it was warranted Or not mm-hmm. I just want to know What did she do You want the whole do? story Yeah what did she mm-hmm. do That made this man Want to raise his hands Against her Not justifying it Right I just want to know You want to know Because I'm not just Jumping to oh He beat his wife Oh I just, I just like to be well informed. So, so I, I think with that example that I that I brought up, it was kind of like uh, Ray Rice beat his wife, but you know they cool, they got over, it, move on. Okay, right. and then the video came out, right? And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh!" Right. And I feel like that's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. We knew that R. Kelly. We seen the video. We seen yeah, the video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we knew how he got down but, already. But, but and so, you but know. then when you make a docu series, yeah. and you have people crying and talking about how he right. did this, and but he wait. took my child for five years, right? But wait, go ahead. <laughs> and so, I'm first of all, let me put my disclaimer out there. Uh huh. I'm not defending R. Kelly. Right, I'm not right. one of those. I'm not one of those R. Kelly super fans. He didn't do it. Right. He, you know, he's the greatest R. You know, right, I, right. I, I, I don't I, care. Yo. I want to attach myself to that as well. Because but I feel like we have to do that. Okay. No, you know? we definitely have. A you part have of me to. also is one of those people that's like, I got to play devil's advocate. I got to present the other side of it. Or oh, whatever. so who's gonna be outraged today? My buddy's gonna be outraged. Okay. But um. You said there's a video to it. One, there was already a video, right? right? No, you the, say what the video of him peeing on a on a uh, on a little girl? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, the and, other one and, there's, the and there's other videos, yeah. not but, just that but one. I That's think the most we popular. We also got to remember the temperature of society back then. Okay. Versus okay. Now. Right. Okay. But wait, there were people who physically mm-hmm. seen at the time what he was doing with right. underage women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I always go back to it. It's not new. Why are we so outraged now, so to speak? Like, it's not so, new. So, I, I think we're missing a few things, right? Okay. One, when we saw the video, mm-hmm. it was one girl. Uh, it was two. The well, one that I saw was two. Yeah, it was two girls. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. But what I'm saying is it wasn't a plethora of little mm-hmm. kids. You get what I'm saying? I get it. So right, now, right. That makes and, sense. and then yes, also yes. back then, the temperature wasn't the same as far as you know the Me Too movement, right? The sensitivity on things that you Me, said. R. Kelly, which started but, before the docu series. But even right. speaking about us in this room, mm-hmm. we were teenagers, right? 
You know what I'm saying? We were teenagers. I was younger so, than y'all. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was up to the ones older than uh, us yeah, exactly. to actually do something about it. And if they didn't, they didn't, which That's they true. didn't. Yeah, they were enablers, and they were not. They didn't hold him accountable. Exactly. Right. I, I just read a um, a comment from Beyonce's father, whatever. It was Matt Knowles, and he was Matt saying um, back then, yeah, the temperature was a person's talent outweighed his personal life. Okay. Of True. course, they knew how he got down, but in their mind, this man is so talented. You know, Destiny Child needs to do a song with him. But we're going to make sure we watch closely these girls and they don't get sucked in by R. Kelly. True. And I feel like back then that's what happened. You know what I mean? Because after that, after the court trial. But I don't, I I get what you're saying. I don't think that's where the outrage is coming from, right? Uh Because we're not talking about, I mean, people are upset at other celebrities, right? Uh But we're, we're, we're really talking about the people that was around that was around r kelly that was allowing this Mm -hmm. to happen we are but wait what i'm saying is there were so many people around r kelly for so long knowing that this was going on so it was one thing to say that you know he's such a great musical talent i still want my daughter or i still want to do music with him but they're not the ones that should be should have been like quelling that storm really even some of the people that were on there saying they survived R. Kelly were in fact around that shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean they knew. I mean <laughs> I was listening to another podcast and one of the guys on there said if these people knew, most likely the guys were partaking in yeah. that as well. Because and we don't know this. We're not I don't familiar, know. We're not so with I'm this. not gonna go that far. I'm not gonna say that, you know, because <laughs> this docuseries wasn't a docuseries where there was guys sitting up here talking about what R. Kelly was doing. It's a couple of them. The, but it wasn't mainly a whole that. bunch of guys. It right? was mainly right. women from the beginning. Sparkle and the other girl, which I don't know her name, Javon. The, Javon yeah, were there from the beginning, uh-huh. and I I hear their tears. I see their tears. I hear their tears. I hear. But what I don't hear is them taking any responsibility, what accountability? Mm-hmm. any accountability. Yes. I hear them saying that he shouldn't have done that. But you were there. But I don't. I don't and you don't, say that you love this person. You say that that this well, was and sparkle because you mentioned sparkle. I mm-hmm. think she's a little bit separate from this. And so and 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 that's and that also sounds bad because I also understand what he did as far as right. how he isolated. You know how he isolated mm-hmm. his wife he and was, she didn't know what was going on. Right, and he, he, was, he was abusing yeah. her. He was right surgical here. with that. Very, shit. very. But I mean, here's the thing, and I feel like we've brought it up, and uh-huh. the, the biggest thing is. He created a ring. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It wasn't just R. Kelly. R. Kelly couldn't have done this by himself. Um, That's what people say. And I haven't really heard too much dialogue about that. It's all R. Kelly, R. Kelly, R. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. But what about I mean, everybody bi- else? That, that personal trainer him? definitely seemed like he was involved in a lot of stuff. The security guard, the two men that of were course, on there, all of them. definitely yeah. seemed like they were heavily His personal involved. Assistant. In exactly. A lot of, yeah, they were heavily like, involved all, all in a lot of, of what was going the on. People in the, in the studio, like <laughs> you know. What I mean? But my thing is, when we think about that, is that any different than what anybody in that position for any celebrity does? I'm sure that's what what Jay Z's people are doing. That's what Diddy's people are doing. That's what these boy bands people are doing. They're they're the ones that are doing the dirt. Yes, right? but we they're are. the ones that are doing that are getting in the nitty gritty, saying who goes, who yes. comes, based off of the word of quote unquote because, their boss. Because you know at what the I mean? time, the talent outweighs the personal. No, yeah. I feel for the people that surround that surrounded him. It's mm-hmm. more so their pockets. 
it's more so their livelihood that outweighs. Yeah, that nigga's feeding a lot of people. That, that yeah. kind of that kind of makes me think of uh, those that are in the office right now. Mm-hmm. The Trump administration kind of supporting him when he's doing all this yeah, fuck shit. Right. Yeah, I mean, niggas is eating, yo. Yeah, and to to take it further, and and I think it was the third episode or the fourth episode, a series, whatever you want to call it. Somebody touched on this, but you know, if R. Kelly's out here saying that he doesn't own his masters, he doesn't own his publishing, that means that. Mutant out R. Kelly doing away with R. Kelly is not really going to hurt R. Kelly per se, or more that it's going to hurt Word. the people that own his publishing yeah. and his masters. The Those labels. people are the ones that had to make money and keep right. making money off right. of him. Like they are the ones that probably yeah, gave I mean, him the machine well, that he and, needed. And, and somebody said it. All this shit. Fact, somebody spoke on okay, it about you, what you, one of the executives. You said. can check. Uh-huh. But I think oh, yeah, he's, still, fuck, he's right? still on RCA as of today. Well, as of like when it first came out, he was still on RCA. Bruh, they own him. <laughs> what do you mean? And you know what I mean? Like they own all his shit. And not just that. I mean, he still has fans. He still has his his music went up twenty percent. Yeah, yeah, but, but the, the, since, uh, there are so, reasons why. Yeah, though. yes, yeah. there are, but there are also a lot of fans that said, "I ain't gonna allow this to that, bring him that, down." That is also you know true. what I mean, and but, that's and that's always been the thing. There's always been people yeah. that have supported him and had his back, even even when they see this. <laughs> I mean, one of the survivors. I don't want to laugh, but it's just to me, it's just like, yo, how dumb can you be, right? One of the survivors met R. Kelly by going to the trial, the trial, yeah, <laughs> of him yeah. being on trial for you know uh, child pornography, yeah. And still ended up being a victim. Like, yeah, what's up, man? I and mean, she was, she like was, the writing's was, on the wall. <laughs> listen, I, I think. Yeah. Okay, let's I, let's take a step back, right? Mm-hmm. right? And I said this earlier. One, honestly, when it comes to this situation, I don't think as men will qualify to honestly talk about this from a, an emotional. You, and you said that, not just yeah. I, so I disagree. Disagree. We can't be subjective about it because that's what I believe women are going to be. They're going to be subjective. I think I have the ability to be objective about the entire situation. You think so? Absolutely. I, well, I I think I do too, and I think I think a lot of people I think people want to be outraged, and I think people want to hold R. Kelly responsible, hold him accountable. But I think for for a lot of people, I think that's where it stops. And to me, and that's 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 my issue. I don't think that's good enough. Yeah, that's my issue because mm-hmm. my issue is R. Kelly should not be the scapegoat for everybody that was involved. In creating what has been created, okay, and that includes the parents, okay, yeah. that includes the 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 employees, that includes the record labels, all mm-hmm. that. They, that includes yeah. the music industry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and so, yeah, we're gonna dive into it. That's what we need to be talking about, right? So, can I say two things that that big things that stuck out for me? And it's gonna seem like I'm defending R. Kelly. Um, uh-huh. Two things that stuck out for me was what mind state was he in okay right and this goes to him having a disorder because yeah, he, not even he, that. he likes he likes little girls yeah is it because his mind is still stuck i think in the, so in the I, mind I said of it to my boy. wife when yeah. i watched you know what i mean when i watched episode three I, I was like it hit me i said oh i think he's stuck in high school yeah right, right. especially when he was picking up women at his trial the little girls at his trial to me it was like hold up hold up hold up all right I, I, does he see himself as I've heard As that a before, though, and they've talked about this regarding Michael Jackson and other people. That yeah, when yeah. people face trauma, they s- tend to stay stuck in that, in that mind state or that mentality of their lives when they face that when trauma. When that trauma happened, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I believe yeah. that. And that's the thing that's kind of like, you know, complexing or perplexing, rather, about this entire thing is that, you know, 
in this day and age, we've been talking a lot about mental health this, mental health that, mm-hmm. and everybody has been championing and, you know, being like, you know, we need to support people that have mental health disorders mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Not once with all this outrage have I heard anybody say, well, this poor child, and again, not defending him, right? But this poor child was abused. And right. I, I, I agree. I feel like um, the docuseries did a poor job in displaying that. Really? I thought they did a good job. At least by starting with that. I, they, they, I, well, you didn't watch the first episode. Uh, yeah, you didn't watch the first episode. It was the first one. It was the first one. Yeah. They talked about it. But I think okay. they should have went further into the psychology of him based off of that, which yeah. I don't think they, and they did. Had right? some I think they had some psychiatrists they had some, And they talked about some of the victims, but I don't yeah. think they went yeah. more into the psychology he, of him. Because he is mentally ill. Because he's a victim at some point as well. Or he was a victim at some point as well. They talked about the psychiatry or the psychology uh, and the mental state of uh, an abuser. Yeah. yeah, what that person who abuses people would do. They talked about that. Yes, they, but they did didn't that, talk about right. his men, at least how not he got the, to that. Not point the ones potentially, that right? How yeah. he potentially so got to that point. That's the one thing that, that's just kind of like blow my mind. Is like, yo, I know he is the uh, the uh, uh, the ringleader. Yeah, I, and, you know and, what I, mean? and, I, and I know he's the is the he's the one that did all the fucked mm-hmm. up shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. he's also a victim. Yeah. He in fact is a victim. Hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, and I and I understand that you know some people in this world have been hurt and have not done that to other people. But we've had conversations on this podcast multiple times about how everybody reacts differently to yeah. shit Listen, that happens to them. I was yeah. I was we had a whole conversation about this on, yeah. on another thread, and yeah. you know the people that were responding were saying no, that's unacceptable, and I'm kind of like you, you know these situations are not that simple. It's different for each person because, you know, take his older brother, for example. And his um, younger brother, too. And his younger brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they have three different outcomes. And mm-hmm. for, at least for the, yep. the first two older ones, uh-huh. their situations are bad. One's in jail and, you know, one likes little girls. I don't know about the, the youngest situation. The youngest one. Um, he's the one. He's probably the most tormented Probably one. the most tormented one, but also the one that when it happened, he was the only one to say something. Right. Yeah. He yeah, said something yeah. to his brothers. And they brushed it off. So, so yeah, the older one said, I, I like older women. Obviously, you know why. Right. R. Kelly was stuck in a state where now he likes younger women. And this guy knew it was wrong. He was like, yo, this shit is fucked up. And they were like, nah, nah. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. So. Yeah. But, you know, and I think the other thing that plagues R. Kelly, um, and not to be, you know, not to be harping on what plagues him, but uh, his artistry, right? And I, I, you know, when people read, people talked about the lyrics that, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Age ain't nothing but a number, even though that wasn't his song. He wrote it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, artists have to tap into uh, some artists have to tap into certain things to get to create. Um, I would say that I'm one of those. I, I tapped into emotional distress of past relationships to be able to write and things like that. And sometimes when you do that, the feeling, the high that you get from that it continues to draw you into that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It made me think when he was saying to his uh, personal assistant, I don't know why I keep making these videos. Mm-hmm. He knows that making these videos are wrong. Yeah. He knows what he's doing is wrong. He knows that it's potentially going to get in tr- get him in trouble, mm-hmm. but he, he can't, can't stop, stop. Can't because stop. it's a high. It's an addiction. He has to continue has to me- tap into it that's a mental to be issue. able to continue yeah. to create yeah. and, and be beloved by you, everybody. You, you know what I mean? And again, not to defend pedophiles, right? Because pedophiles say this, right? Pedophiles say, I can't control myself. There are some pedophiles that you know I've seen that don't want to do this. Some of them end up cut, cutting their dick off. Some of them end up killing themselves just because right. they have this urge to, to, to rape little girls or boys 
and they can't control it. Mm-hmm. Some of them have to be medicated in yeah. order to um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, euthanized, uh, medically euthanized. Like, yeah, they have to go through all this shit. Yeah. So I mean, again, not defending them, but I just can't understand the mindset of somebody that wants to have sex with like a. That's what I kept no, talking about. I was like, this shit doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't like, make sense. I, and, I, and I felt like, you know, and it made me think about myself. Like, damn, have I been in that position where I thought uh, a girl that was underage ha- was attractive? And I said yes, in the sense that I may not have known that she would. And it wasn't like 13, 14. I know a little girl when I see a little, little girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? But maybe she might have been around that age and, and, of hitting, hitting one, she's already hit her maturity so to mm-hmm. me i i don't see a little girl i see a grown woman but she's like 17 or 18 and, and is that's like the direction i wanted to go in you right? know what i mean it's like because oh shit that's a little girl <laughs> let me stop that's the other part of Let's the, talk about this, this culture you know that mm-hmm. um i i think you know i i guess it's it's run its course and that's like you know grown men you know in their late 20s talking to women that are 10 years younger than that i don't think it's run its course early to late 20s but i don't think it's run its course i don't think it's run its course i think that's gonna go away no meaning meaning like i I think back in the day it was Uh acceptable to a degree for a 28 year old man to talk to an 18 year old um acceptable i guess i I, guess i think it depends on i mean because we could we could just talk about there there was no light no light had been shed on it yet yeah that's what what i mean now like a floodlight is all right now i I remember being in college and 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 having uh, knowing a chick that was 18 and she was messing with a dude that was 30 and it blew my motherfucking mind (laughs) (laughs) she was also in high school yeah i remember that everybody remembers 25 year old men yeah that's true it'd be the one no chick that looked developed, yeah. fully developed, and you like, oh man, I want that, right? Yep. And yeah. then you see her, but she's not worried about you because she's another an older man. man is yeah. looking at her like, yo, you a full ass woman. Yes, I'm and, a moji, and I'm a moji. Yeah, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we got to talk about that too. We talking that, about molding. <laughs> we can get into it. I no, mean, I wasn't sure that's where you. Oh, <laughs> what, what do we want to talk about? <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying is all of it. That 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 culture of it being acceptable for a grown man. And you know, I guess I, I feel like when you say early twenties and you get into you get into thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, you're like, oh no! But when you start getting to seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and you're like in your thirties or you know late twenties into your mid thirties, it's kind of like, well, she legal? Well, right, right. I, so I want to I mean, know what is this conversation le- about? Is one, it about legalities? Right, because legal is legal. Oh, it's about mor- morality. But that's part of the issue, right? Ten years difference mm-hmm. from that age. That's legal. Which the law was probably created by a man is fucked up because and the no, reason why we, the laws are just old, but that's kind of my point, right? Different that, time, different place, exactly. Different situations, and, yeah. and these things need to be adapted the, because the for me, I, I read an article that says um, if it's that people problem, a, a young person's brain is not fully developed to make you know uh, certain types of decisions until a certain age, and I think it was around twenty five. Mm-hmm. So. Of course, an eighteen-year-old girl is gonna talk to a thirty-year-old man, right? Because in her mind, this nigga got his own car, his mm-hmm. own place, he got a job. You know, what I'm saying he can give me little spending money to go shopping with. Yeah, but so that's easy for her. So to do. I feel like if we were to have a conversation with somebody from the 1400s, right, whenever they came to the uh, United States, right, because we're in America, we're gonna talk about that, and they started colonizing America, right? They created the laws based on that. If we were to have a conversation with somebody from back then. They would say we have the luxury now to talk about oh the mind state of a woman being able to not or not being able to decide and make decisions on their own. Right. But their mind their mind state when they first got here was 
hey, we got to colonize this motherfucking land. You know, like the lifespan was was a lot shorter. Well. Lifespan was lifespan was shorter, but they had to colonize the land. They had to live right. In order to do that, they had to farm. In order to do that, they needed kids. That's why a lot of farmers have a lot of kids because those were their helping hands. You, so their perspective would have been different, right? I feel like we we take credit away from kids, especially when there's when it's when we're when I'm talking about you know tragedies or or them losing their innocence, right? I think we take credit away from a lot of the victims because of what happened to them in in general right and one of the things that i mentioned earlier when we was briefly talking about this topic was how um black parents teach their teach their children from a young age how to behave around cops right Mm -hmm. or how parents in general talk to their kids about don't take candy from strangers don't get in the car from strangers from a very young age and how we expect them to have an understanding and adhere to that and it's hard for me to when we get to an age that we have been training and developing our kids to know right from wrong that um we 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 want to protect them so much to say well man they don't know right from wrong their brain is not developed right, right? i feel like we're taking credit away from them to and a certain, I, certain and degree. i feel like we're, we're but we we're, have to, we have to protect them though yeah. i'm not saying that we don't have to protect them right because we have to protect them right mm-hmm. we have to protect them but right. we also have to provide them with the tools and the skills necessary yeah. to be able to protect themselves if, in fact, we can't be there to protect them. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like... They failed. You know. Not, not in the they, latter they aspect. They failed, but me being at that age... Uh-huh. Um, okay. And just, you know, granted, I, you have different experience with different with everybody. Mm-hmm. I would have never... if. I was attracted to older women when I was younger. Right. You know what I mean? I was attracted to women my age, and I was attracted to younger women when I was younger, like in my teens or whatever. Mm-hmm. If an older woman came up to me and said, let me teach you some things, mm-hmm. I would have said, please do. Right. Because <laughs> because I, I, I was one of those kids that you know, I, I wanted to I wanted to it's be taught, <laughs> but I knew what I was doing and I knew yeah, what I but was it's, saying. It's, it's still an issue because, one, she's older and you're still a child. That's still it, it, her it is an issue, you, you but know, I, taking advantage of you. It is an issue, I, but what I'm just saying that for me, it wasn't an issue. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but, but I, I get what he's saying to, to, the, to the point that, you know, yeah, the parents need to give the, their kids the tools. But at the end of the day, from what I've seen is that, you know, some of these some of these kids are choosing to do that for one reason or another. And if you remember yourself when you were a teenager, could nobody tell you nothing. Rebellious That's the point in time that you're rebelling, you're doing whatever the fuck right, you want right. to do. So it, it, it's, it's yeah, the parent can say about so much, but if they say, you know, don't do this, the shit that you're not supposed to do is just is has more of a draw for you, and you, and, and you want to pursue that shit. At least that's how I was. I, I, I think we're forgetting, like, when it comes to, you know, women... And girls, I mean, just kids in general, like, they do things for a reason, right? And the example I'll give is, um, you know, when I was younger, she talked to a lot of older guys and, and stuff like that, right? She had her parents in her life, but they were separate. So her mom, she lived with her mom, her mom had to work two jobs. So she got a lot of time by herself to do whatever the fuck she wants to do. She was taught right from wrong. But at some point, you know, I, I think she felt like, you know, she was grown and she can hang with the big boys, if you will. And so she's going to talk to older men. And that's not always a good idea. And I feel like as parents, we need to do everything we can do to protect them. 
And although, you know, you feel like you feel confident in your child to make that right decision, the fact that they're young means there's going to be some things that just go over their head because they don't have life experience to tell them that this is not okay. And what's not okay is a 30-year-old man talking to a 17-year-old girl. It's not okay. Yeah. But it's well, legal. if it's legal, it's, it's legal okay. because the laws are outdated. Okay. So, so but we can only we can only go by what the but laws that, are. But that's I mean. my point. Like we're talking about R. Kelly and what R. Kelly's done, but the bigger there's a bigger picture. I, here. I agree. You know what I'm saying? There is a very big picture. Here. We should tackle it, that there's, shit. There's a culture that's outdated that should not be going on anymore. There the are laws industry, that are outdated. There are laws that are outdated. You know what I mean? And then there's other people that should be held accountable, despite. How much money they fucking make in this world, in this country. And those are the things that, you know, we need to really put a stamp on and say, no, we're not going to do this anymore. You know, these things are not okay. They're not okay. Because these girls, right, because you're right, some of those girls in there, it seemed like they made the conscious decision. But guess what? After they dealt with R. Kelly, what happened? This nigga locked them up in the room, told them they couldn't talk to nobody, couldn't look at nobody. Like, he fucked with them, yo. And they allowed that. In my mind, I was like, how can you stay in this house? The nigga don't got a gun to your head. He just said, stay in your room. And you're right. doing that. You're <laughs> yeah. not going to say, you're not going to tell no 40-year-old woman, stay in your room. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that this is something that still, still happens, happens to this so. day. Yeah, yeah and, that's because they have already gone through some I, type of trauma. I, I, okay. I agree. You know, he, he broke him down and he... You know, one of the stories that stood out to me was the one where he met at a trial. Mm -hmm. I think she said her first conversation with him was, do you have a bathing suit? She said, he said, come to the house, bring your bathing suit. She said, okay. He said, from now on, call me daddy. Uh -huh. She said, okay. They talked about that shit too, and, right? And like all, the little, all the little things that he does to, like, to, to talk to but, but, but that was the first conversation that they had. It wasn't, no, there was no breaking down at that point. That was the first conversation that they had, call me daddy. And she did it. So, you know, it's um, un unfortunately we are humans, and the way the human mind works, we we see, we act, react, react, we take things, in in so many, so many different ways that you know you're saying we need to change the law. There there are there are a plethora of people that think there's nothing wrong with a 17 year old dating a 30 year old, yeah, or even younger part, getting, or even younger. So it's gonna be hard to getting change. married. I mean, well, I don't think they're gonna change the law, but that, but that's part of the so. issue. Like we gotta start understanding this is not just a it's not just a man's world. You know what it, I'm saying? Like, well, I, and that's why I say I feel like there's a an emotional aspect that we might not understand as men. Oh, don't get it twisted. The there are some women that don't see a problem with that law with the laws though. And 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 they are, and there 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 are men and women at eighteen years old who 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 say, one I'm smarter than that, uh -huh. but two who also say that at eighteen years old I moved out on my own, uh -huh. I took care of myself, uh -huh. I became an adult because it's what I wanted to do, and you know so that goes back to the whole you know their brain is not developing things like that there are things for that that show that support that and there are things against that some people may make the argument that in this day and age actually younger people are a lot more advanced than years ago in some in some aspects yes i don't think at all no, for, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying because they, so have, if they the, have access to the information information they, right. they're, they're a lot smarter yeah, than uh, you know so i mean well old. hence hence why we have the the r kelly docuseries right we didn't have it in 2005 but you but know what i mean i, I think the but, more the more recent women that have um been that are now locked up by r kelly one have all been of age and two have willingly gone into his well, custody right well are they a 
I don't think they, they are of age when he gets started with his process. Okay, okay. You know what well, I mean? I, I don't I, know. I, I think... I don't know either. I, 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 it's, I don't know, man. This whole thing is crazy. But let me ask you a question. And when you was in high school and you had a homegirl who told you her boyfriend was 30, right? Or a homegirl in college, your freshman year, and she told you her boyfriend was 30 or 34. What was the first thing you thought? I'd be like, why? He old. <laughs> <laughs> My thought was like, oh. Can't help. I can't compete with that. My, yeah, my and thought, also, I can't compete with that. Yeah. My thought was she got daddy issues. Oh, I wasn't uh, thinking no, like that. Think, Y'all yeah. wasn't thinking no, like. I mean, I, I, no. didn't, I didn't have any experiences to make me think like that. Like over the course of my years, I've amassed a lot of experiences and knowledge to understand, you know, certain things that look off or look wrong. But even in high school, when you saw that, you didn't think it was anything wrong with I, it. I, yeah, you didn't. You didn't think. I like, didn't. Oh. At least I didn't. I For didn't, me, it yeah. was like if she, if he was like twenty five, like all right, cool. But if he was like thirty. You'd be like, oh, okay. What the fuck? And she you was eighteen. No, I'd be like, I'd be like, he got something I can't give you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think much about it. Yeah. I only started thinking about that after I graduated and working at the club, checking IDs, and mm-hmm. the guy shows up. I check his ID. He's thirty. The chick he shows up with is eighteen. I'm just like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just make a little face, but you know. So, um, to wrap up this R. Kelly thing, you guys. So once again, how did you guys feel about the docu series? So my my lasting uh, impression is, I will say that there were things that I didn't realize he was doing as far as abusing his wife because I didn't even know he was married. Um, but I still kind of feel like I I'm I'm not gonna put any importance into R. Kelly and what's going on mm-hmm. in his life. Um, I do feel like these charges that they're trying to bring against him, they're not gonna fly. He's gonna get away with it, and that's just what it's gonna be. Um, and I only can simply say that, you know, we needed, we can, we can try and do a better job with those who have yet to get there. But, um, I I don't really feel any differently than what I felt before. It's not something that I'm going to pour myself into in any way. I'm not outraged. Mm, Um, so it 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 didn't didn't really move you. No, not at all. Will you take the extra effort to, I guess, avoid his music? Like if it comes on the As on the radio, you're gonna turn it off. No, I'm not gonna do that. It's just okay. too much work. I don't listen to the radio. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 if I don't li- if I want to hit a song, I'm listen. To, if I don't want to hit a song, I'm change the station. It okay. might just it could just be how I feel. I will say that you know I think I'm not I don't raise I'm not gonna raise my children in the way that society is raising yeah, their a lot kids. Of, yeah, I get that. And I feel like a lot of people do that, mm-hmm. and so they see this and they say that won't be me. I've learned right. something. That's that's not gonna be me. Do I want my daughter to be 14 with somebody that was R. Kelly's age? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Am I going to do everything possible to make sure that, that, that I raise her right to where she doesn't make decisions like that? I absolutely will. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if it happens, I'll deal with that when it comes. But I'm praying to God that it won't. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that she can make smart, reasonable decisions in every situation that she's in. And I'm going to hope that... A, a man doesn't come prey on her, and if she does, she know what to do. My final thoughts on the mm-hmm. whole subject is with the outrage people. I, I, I'm really upset, or it, it just pisses me off the people that are outraged and saying, "Oh, mute R. Kelly, stop listening to him because you know he does this, he does that." I want to know what are you muting R. Kelly for? What are you outraged about? Is it because he broke the law, or is it because it's immoral? What is it? Because if it's a law I, thing, I think I can answer that. It's are the, you one of those people? Uh, I'm disturbed. <laughs> I'm disturbed about what has gone on. I, I, okay, for example, I, when I was telling Obi-Wan, my mind's telling me no. 
but my body's telling me yes. Okay. That's about a 14-year-old so, girl. So let me stop you there. So that's because it's illegal or immoral or both? Both. Okay. If you feel that way as one of these outraged people, since you're going to speak for them, mm-hmm. are you keeping the same energy across the board? Meaning, are people who are murderers, there's are no murderers, mm-hmm. who talk about it on their tracks, mm-hmm. are you muting them as well? I know the answer is no. But who who, who do we know? Because music is, especially in the rap world, people, everybody's a murderer, everybody's a drug dealer. Dude, you would you caping for see murder? <laughs> no, I, well, I, I, don't, I don't listen to see murder, so I can answer that easily. Okay, but I, I mean, don't, yeah, I don't listen to see murder. Is he, I, I, I daily, are you gonna keep the Gucci same energy? Yeah. I don't yeah. listen to Gucci. Gucci Mane is a murderer. But no, are you, I, do you not listen to Gucci Mane because he's a murderer, or just because you don't like his music? I, I think it just the world let it work out for play okay. out for me that way. So, I don't listen to Gucci Mane, but so, so we'll take we'll take we'll take murderers out of the picture, right? right? What about people who have been on so record bet, for sex sexual assaults? So a better example it would be. Jay Z and P Diddy, and also although we don't have facts on them, you know about it, murderers. No, I mean I can't, about I can't. talking to girls younger than. Oh, them. I wasn't even talking about. That. I just want to. What I want to know is that am I keeping the energy? Are these people the same? keeping the same energy with mm-hmm. immoral but, and illegal? No, acts probably that are not. Done. They're not. Yeah. But we're so here, not. we don't. So, and so you know what? I'm actually okay with that. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. But shut right. the fuck up. Don't 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 get on people. Not you, but people don't get on people because they're still listening to his music. I know, yeah. I, I, that's their preference. Let yeah. them rock. Leave them alone. I agree. And, All you can only do take control is yourself. Yes. And you asked a good question. Why are your people outraged? Yeah. I didn't learn anything that I didn't already know. <laughs> For some I, of these people, I, well, I didn't know. I, I don't, very little did I learn. The what abuse I learned, of his wife, yes, I didn't What I know. learned was that this shit was serial as a motherfucker. Yeah. So you know how we don't like serial killers? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was a serial pit of... Pedophiler, pedophilia, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. He's serial. He yeah. was a serial domestic abuser. He's a serial this, then the third. Yeah. But then I would say, the drug dealers, they're serial as well. They're serial drug. I dealers. guess it depends they, where your moral compass exactly. is. Exactly. Right? And, well, and there's nothing wrong with that because some people, some people go hard for this. They go hard for this. Right. Some I, people go hard for gun violence. Some right. people go hard for drug addiction. And, right. and you know what I mean. Right. I, I guess it just it's, when it comes to children. We are highly sensitive when it comes to that in, in this society. Okay. I disagree. And, but uh, children are getting killed. That's another topic, right? Okay. I, that's why I disagree. Children are getting killed. I mean, children are being used yeah, to yeah. sell drugs. But I mean, children are being given drugs behind, behind closed doors. Yes, like, but if if there if there then becomes a docu series about uh-huh. uh, you know. Um, Kids being kidnapped for sex trafficking. There's going to be outrage. Bro, I don't need and, a and you know, and you know what shit. I said? You know what I called <laughs> I, it? I know you don't. You know I what know I called it on one of the top on one of the group chats? So people didn't like it. I called it a fad. People are outraged, yeah. and it's a fad right now. Yeah. And it's I, and tomorrow. I, I yeah. It's going to be the next. I agree. The next can, outrage. Can they yo. can they hold on to this energy and, and, and you know try to produce and, and, and the, something? And, yeah, and part of it is because not this is not everybody's thing. There are some people that day in and day out. This is what they've been fighting for. Right. Right. And there are some people that said, oh, snap. What? Oh, right. They're the same people that that voted for Trump, but now protesting because people protesting against Trump or whatever it may be. Like yeah. they just you know, jumping I, I on the bandwagon. And, and, and I'll use drug dealing as, you know, because a lot of people listen to drug dealing music. Right. To compare it to pedophilia, even though they're not one of the same to whomever is comparing. Right. But you can say pedo- pedophiles. And again, I'm not I'm not I am not defending any of this shit. Right. I'm just trying to get you to look a little deeper into some things right so people can say pedophiles are destroying the lives of those young ones drug dealers are also destroying lives of of the family members who have to deal with somebody with a drug problem so so when you compare the two keep the same energy and decide 
are you going to be the same way about some of this other music that you listen to that ain't really about that? And if so, cool. If not, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Well, my conclusion from all this brought me to a question. And I feel like it was a simple question. And the question was, as a parent that is going through this with R. Kelly, or has gone through it with R. Kelly, why haven't you killed that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That was my question when I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, this nigga's dead. I'm killing this nigga. Like, seriously, like, why? Like, yeah. And to me, if you watch the the episode or whatever, series four, right? Yeah. With the the Baltimore couple and how, you know, their daughter. That's so far. Oh, my God. Like, like, you knew this was already going on when your daughter got caught up. At that point, why are you letting your daughter around this nigga at all? And then. If she gets captured by this nigga, why aren't you killing this motherfucker? Like, why are you not killing him? People people just did not think that he was capable of this shit. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Did did y'all watch uh, 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 Game of Thrones? I did. Mm -hmm. So, I can't remember the king, the king's brother that was in the, uh, that had the witch, the red witch, right? Okay. I remember the names, but. Yeah. um, You remember what he did with his daughter, right? So he believed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, he believed that what oh. his purpose, his yeah. purpose was greater than that moment. Mm-hmm. It was also greater than the life of his daughter, and he sacrificed the life of his daughter for whatever purpose. He Thirst thought. for wealth and fame is a big problem. I, I, I mean, agree. What's the yeah. major issue? Yeah. So what I heard about this shit. That's what's going on with these families. Like, oh yeah, and yeah. they just so everybody well, that the, fa- the most, families that knew. Well, the fans that knew, but yeah. even even the victims, the a victims, lot of them, they wanted for, they wanted the fame, fame and, and which is why they were drawn to I mean, him it, more. It still doesn't make it right. I'm not saying it's right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, that right, right. They, they, were, they were put in that position because they wanted the fame, all right? I'm saying, yeah. And then, but why did the families not fight back? Because they wanted the fame, they wanted the money. I mean, the 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 uh, the girl Sparkle's niece, the daddy played music with him I, after. I just don't after, get that. And I'm sure he saw the video. Of course. And there's more to it. They don't want. To fuck up their child, like they don't want that shit to be the smear. A smear campaign is going to happen. But their, their, child. their child is They're, already fucked up. It's already fucked up. I mean, They're, it's going to be up. plastered all like, over the place. They feel like it's going to be forever in history. It's going to fuck up their life. I just want this shit to go away. But that's the that's the part well, of the issue, well, right? Like too often we try. To, some people we try to like hold things in and keep it in secret when in reality you need to talk about it, bring it to the light. You yes, know what? Exactly. In this day and age, of people only like. Things happen so quickly. I don't know if you said Aaliyah was fucked up and the girl that did the sex that got peed on is fucked up. I don't quite know because we're talking about the video now, but mm-hmm. there was a big span of time where we didn't talk about that that video. Yeah. Like, like no, at some point, nobody cared. Mm-hmm. So if she, for, how, for however one, either she can forgive herself mm-hmm. or own it mm-hmm. and keep it moving. I mean, I mean, I think because she, a lot of I think I feel like a lot of the women. Not all, a lot of the women. Some of the women on the video at some point owned it and tried to move on, right? Some mm-hmm. of them have kids. Some of them have families. Yeah, now, but you the know people I mean? on the video are the or, ones or that, they figure, or that they, they try to forgive kind of themselves. Escaped, and I think that's that's like okay, having sex with that because she was twelve, right? Twelve or fourteen. She, she denied it, and she continues to deny it for the I sake mean, of this conversation right yeah. now. She was twelve or fourteen, and yeah. we know that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just that he had sex with her; he molded her. Like, he changed the outcome of what she could have been. I understand. I get that. And that's and she, a problem. But, yeah. But, but you know, it works both ways, right? Mm-hmm. He changed the outcome of what she could have been, but she can also change the outcome 
from that. You know, I think it does work both but, ways. But I don't think it's that simple. But just I, just I'm, like I'm you not know. saying it's simple, but what I'm saying is I, I don't the fact that the parents denied it, mm-hmm. she's never spoken about it. They didn't go to the trial. They're not they're not in this. So what mindset are they in? We're sitting here thinking that they're in a victimized mindset. It doesn't seem that way. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it don't seem I that mean, way. We, we don't know for sure, I but one thing we know is Anybody in their right mind is not gonna play a fucking guitar for a man that pissed on their fucking daughter. So I'm not doing that. So so I wonder if they're completely okay. I don't think it's okay. I think something is wrong with this family. I mean, no, no, I don't know. Maybe for you, in my opinion, people people are doing this all over the world. Let me tell you something. If you know know one of your family members is allowing somebody to piss on a child, you're gonna say something is wrong with your family member. Let's just keep it real. You, it's okay to say I don't know now because you don't know these I'm not, motherfuckers. I'm not going to say that. But if you know these motherfuckers, you, you're going to be like, dude, what the fuck is going so on? I, Why I, are I you allowing this to happen in your family? My mind don't work that way. I To each his own. Nah, fuck that. To nah. each his own. Yeah. If, if you have a daughter and God forbid and she's going around with a grown ass man and, and, and it's known that no, he's but, doing... What are we talking about them? To each their own for those guys. And, and even well, when I'm, I said... I'm going to conduct and, myself a little different. And even in my situation... Me and mine. Even if it's my me, meaning your kid. Even but if it's I'm me, about, even it's your, my daughter. If your brother's family, that, that, I'll, I mean, I'll talk to my brother. But that's my point. Yeah. Like, but why would you talk to your brother? Because this I'm is not right. So. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have one conversation, and if he's okay with it, right, you're gonna keep it moving. What yeah. about you? Yeah. What am I do? Okay. Yeah. Call Child Protective Services. No, no. But what yeah. I'm saying, I could do that. You could. But are you going to have that conversation? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not just going to be like, oh, that's his daughter. I that ain't I, my nigga. You know, I don't know if they didn't have that conversation, so I don't want to speak I mean, on Sparkle, you know apparently, I mean, you did. She tried. Right? The only thing I would say is like, yo, one thing that I also realize is like, yo, teach your kids how to say no. Mm-hmm. A lot of those women were afraid of saying no yeah. for uh, opportunity. Opportunity or, or even he's going to be mad. Right. So fucking listen, I that's what I was I am going to teach my kids how to say no. If you don't like something, if something don't look right, no, 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 leave me alone, get out of there. Yeah. That is always an option before you get in. Yeah. yeah. I mean it, it, And hope hopefully it sticks and this and, shit doesn't happen. Also don't them. don't turn man into a god. Like I feel like a, you know, the other side of this is a lot of people look at R. Kelly as a god because of what he he's able to create musically. That's, that's this day and age, man. Wow. I mean, I know he's a musical yeah. genius, no. but I don't. I yo, I never really like R. Kelly music. Like, I never really did. I did. I like. I, mean, I, I never. He's, re- he's, I say really did. He, yeah. He's a musical genius, and what do we know about a lot of them? They're sociopaths. Yeah, yeah. they you got know? issues. I mean, and yeah, they got issues. So, yeah. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, moving on to lighter. Yeah, we, we, we spent a lot of time on that topic, but I mean, we but did that for y'all. Yeah, man. I think it was warranted, though. Yeah, yeah. It was warranted. You know, moving on to lighter stuff. Um, I think Ike the Great mentioned something about. Trump and you know the over office and addressing the immigration you, you want to talk yeah, about yeah so that? what I wanted to I, I really didn't even want to touch on it from like all the political bullshit okay what my shit was I don't really watch the news I only tune to that channel because you know somebody said yeah <laughs> somebody said I, that they were on a TV show and I just wanted to go watch oh, it and okay, support. Yeah, and you got caught up. That's the, the only yeah, reason yeah, yeah. why I ended up watching that crap. I would have watched it, but so, I didn't even know what was going on until yeah. I was trying to. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I was upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> well, Actually, I wasn't that upset, yeah. but somebody was. So, so, so the only the only reason, the only reason I want to talk about it is because I saw how you know, Donald Trump speaks to the people, right? I don't really pay attention to all this political mm-hmm. shit. I don't watch any of his videos, none of that shit, right? And I was just like, 
It's Yo. weird that you can remove yourself from Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he talked. He spoke English. That's one thing I did. I listened to every single word he was saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe because he's the president. Maybe because it was bullshit. Maybe because I wanted to find the bullshit. But I listened to every word he was saying. And mm-hmm. I was like, listening to that shit, even though a good amount of it was fabricated, mm-hmm. my mind came away from it. Yo, that shit sound good. So I understand how there are people, wherever they are, that are hearing this and they are dealing with one hardship or another that thinks that shit sounds good. So I, I, I would, what I well, would agree with you is that he sounded good. Sonically? Yeah, like, I don't, what do you mean? Like, he, like sound- he sounded good as in, so he regular. doesn't know. He does, exactly. He, compared to how he normally is, mm-hmm. he, followed, he followed the teleprompter. Right? I feel oh, like this nigga was, was breathing hard as fuck on the microphone. No, like, that's, he's, that's, he's, that's, he's not, awkward no, like no, that. No, not like that. No, I'm just like, saying that what the message that he delivered. Oh, that's yeah. it was written for him. So, what, yeah, so he, but he didn't say anything different than mm-hmm. he's he said before. Mm-hmm. He's speaking to people who've already made their mind up that they wanted a wall yeah. before he even came and sat in this. I just don't know how good something can be when and, when ninety percent of it is false. And it's not listen and, to what I'm saying it. though. I said it sounded good. It sounded believable for anybody. It does that, not sound believable to me that. But you're not listening. I'm not okay. saying you. Okay. I said to the people. Ignorant people. I'm not gonna call them ignorant. No, I am. If you believe I'm gonna that talk about his, my drugs coming from Mexico. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about his audience from the border. His audience. His, his I base. Can see his base. His base. I can see why they they fuck with him because he delivered that shit in pure, plain, and simple English. Yeah, fear monger. Yeah. Whatever the case is. Okay. Yeah. The Dems got up there. <laughs> you, oh, you didn't like that at all? <laughs> the Dems got up there, and I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? So he, I you know, you, you, know is, you know what the funny thing is? What? More, more people watch the Democrats' response than they actually watch the president. Really? So, yes. so have you watched, uh, you, you've never watched a presidential speech like that before? Not really. Uh, Not really. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you, I, mean, like, I have, but I haven't. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, so I just, the, Dem, the Dems spoke in a lot of, Fancy words, if you will. Okay, and so I was gonna say, so you, I don't say appreciate. If you talk about, if you talk about middle America, so because he dumbed it down. Yes, interesting. He dumbed it down he, for his constituents, obviously. Yes, right, we and lied. that's why his con- constituents fuck with him. Yeah. yeah, the Democrats are the people that his constituents which, he already believes are, you know, like yuppies. Better. Yeah. Which is why people had an issue. So nobody's with not Clinton. fucking listening to them. Yeah, I get you. You know, and, I, I get that. And, and part of the problem, and hopefully we don't stay on this topic too long. <laughs> That's all I want to talk about. It. Part of the problem is no, but it's, it's I think it's stop good listening to him and just really pay attention to him. I mean, he's he's a rich, he's a rich, he's a billionaire. Yeah, he doesn't care about you, Middle America. Yeah. Like he does not. And if nobody goes back and fact checks the shit that he said. Right, because again, I want to believe that that's his constituency. Right, if nobody goes back to fact check that shit, they rocking with that shit and they love everything they like. Niggas so, is so crazy, what? Their lies. That's what I'm saying. It, it sounded good. If I was one of his people and he spoke to me like that, I'm like, I got damn right, Trump. Like, put that wall. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Where that wall at? Like, yeah. I, that's I mean, all I wanted to touch on. I, was like, no, it, I mean, it's it's yeah. It, it's it's very interesting to me because it's comical. He did a lot of things there, like if you don't pay attention, uh-huh. that he was sending messages. For example, the fact that he held that uh, in the Oval Office. I, I, I heard all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, but again, there's the people digging into it. Well, if I am just turning on the TV after fucking mowing the lawn so, or like fucking tilling the farm yeah. and I see I just, this shit. I'm just having he, an it's, issue with it's, this. It's, like, I mean, he's the president. People believe the president. 
I, I, he's probably the most believe. He's those, probably the most believed people, person crazy, yo. in the those world. Those same people, I'm going to believe, did not believe Barack Obama yeah. when he spoke. Of course not. Well, they I mean, Donald Trump when they said we're Obama also talking. We're not. also talking about partisanship. I mean, yeah. the people who believe the president 100, percent mm-hmm. they're they're partisan. They mm-hmm. either yeah, gonna believe absolutely. their president all the time and believe who's not their president none of the time. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna go back and forth unless you unless you have a little bit of intelligence and can think for yourself and hear for yourself and understand right from wrong. Yep. You know, so well, well, since we're here, mm-hmm. let's talk about the shutdown, the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know anyone that's being affected by this? Currently? I have family members that are. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. My brother and his wife. Fuck. The, the government workers, both of them. Fuck. Oh yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I knew that, but and, I, and, it and just didn't And they're working because they have to. They work. have, they have to, work. to work. They yeah. have to work. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You better get him that private uh, sector job, man. What you doing? No, I don't think he wants to leave. Like yeah. he loves it. He's gonna be vested, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so. yeah. No, um, the shutdown. Uh, so you know, a lot they're blaming Trump a lot, rightfully so. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, your Congress has to make it. They need to get some balls because they are. Ide- this is I, them having balls. By I, the way. Ideally, no, I think, no, 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 I, think no, no. It's, I think is, I think part of part of Congress has balls, and then and there's a part of it that don't that does not, right? I, because I, they have the power to really kind of say. You talking about the Republicans here? Well, Demo- I'm, I'm, yes, mostly it's mostly mostly the Republican leadership in the Congress, right? Just just act on your own, act separately, because you are a separate governing body. You're supposed body. to be right. You're supposed you know to I mean? be. So just act separately but, but, and and do your motherfuckers job. Motherfuckers are not doing it. And and frankly. If you're not yeah. doing your job, that's fine. But don't get paid either. But but you got you got to think about it from the perspective. And y'all remember the wire? There are always backroom deals that are happening. Oh, you want this shit to go through? I back me on this shit, and I got you once you do that. It's I it's, I get that, but I think this is different. I don't think is that. I think it's they they're not because the president's not for it, right? They're just, like, they're just trying to roll with the president, right? Point, they're just rolling with the president, which doesn't make sense because like, there's already been a a. Um, what do you call it? a bill that is a compromise bill? You're, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. will heighten security, but we're just not going to put a Everything wall. Everything but a wall. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And then, which and, is going to cost five point seven billion? And it makes billion. sense. And what's scary here is, and most of the people that come and come through tunnels. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. yo. I mean, it's it's very it's very arc. <laughs> it, it when I hear it, it's like build the wall. It's I, like, I'm just wondering you know, I can hop a fence. I, I, I really just supposed wall. to be Donald Trump's Obamacare. Like, like, why is he holding on to this shit so much? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I really don't think he, he actually... I never believed that he actually wants a wall built, though. <laughs> so what the, what's the fucking there's angle? I don't there's, get there's it, another yo. angle. Yo. There's I, something about saying it. We're going to build I, it on, and Mexico I, is going to pay for I it. I know there's another angle. And I feel like he's trying to fuck with the Dems because of that. Like, it's something that they want, but he's using this as an angle. Uh, and maybe they're not telling us all the shit that's is, happening. Yeah, which is probably true. Yeah. yeah. It could be DACA. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's funny, you know. what I'm saying we're not a political uh, podcast, but you know, every once in a while, yeah, we that's why I want to touch into, on it. From yeah, we can dive into a little bit. And you, um, you, you know what else is funny? What people in fucking Michigan talking about? I want a wall. <laughs> you don't have no fucking border to Mexico. The wall ain't helping you, right? The the the, the Hispanics that are in, they don't want to be cold as fuck. <laughs> Right, they not coming all the way up there, but it's just hilarious. People that don't live in these states that talking about we want a wall. The wall don't affect me. Put a wall there. It don't they, affect they, me. They ride with their president, yeah. That's all that is. Um, the only way it affects them is because it's five point seven billion dollars. That's a lot of fucking. Well, money. yeah, that affects everybody. You said, you said billion, right? Let's be yes, billion. Billion. Yeah, yeah, that affects everybody. Billions. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're, we're which is fun. We're it's funny because he has a GoFundMe yeah. page that funded twenty million or was it twenty? Yeah, yeah, twenty million for the wall. So I, I don't know. That whole thing is, is is crazy, and we can talk about that all day. Um, right. For the most part, here we we're all into natural hair, right? And we can agree that we don't really like weave, right? Or am I wrong? You guys into um, weave? I'm I'm not like a weave lover. Like if my girl wants to do weave, as long as it don't, as long as it's not like bundles and. What about wigs? I don't. I mean, as long as it looks fine, like I don't, like, I, I, don't I don't like yeah. love it. It's like not my. I don't care. I don't for like it. that shit. I don't want that shit. If she I asks me, can I get a weave? Can I get a wig? Like, do you? I mean, but like my preference is your natural hair, right? You know I, in the beginning, and that's how it was. So I was. I mean, I was adamant about it. I was like, I just don't want that shit. I, it does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I, then they started breaking it down. Protective styles. It keeps your hair yeah, protected. Get, get braids. Your hair can grow. Get all that stuff. But but. Women don't want to wear braids. They don't. They don't want to wear it all the time. And then if you keep wearing braids, you're gonna lose your edges. Yeah, you know, what I mean? it's heavy. Like, That's look, true. I That's get a lot of pounds that, of hair on yeah, that. I, I get yeah. it. Like, you know, but <laughs> but okay. So my my issue here is that um, celebrities though have made it okay for, and it, not okay like permission wise, but okay for women to get like lace front and let that shit be. Acting like that's their real shit. Would you, celebrities have made it okay. I think so. Male I mean, or female celebrities. So Males, I, 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 I think the lace front became popular with Beyonce when she had the lace front wig, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta get a lace front wig." I remember this. Mm. I don't think most men can tell, and the reason why I say that is because you know Meek Mill came out talking about how he got tricked and he was he was smashing some shorty, and he tugged at her her hair, uh-huh. and the shit came off. I've been able to tell since fucking college. Yeah, I mean, it's no, no, not the lace front, but I could tell weaves back in the yeah, yeah, me too. Well, o- over the last however many years, over a decade of years, right? There's been uh, technolo- technological advancement. Yeah. There have been new things that women are doing, and I didn't initially recognize it. And you may, uh, a Mike, because your wife is in that industry, mm-hmm. but I didn't initially recognize it until you know my wife started putting me on to some and of the, doing that, the yeah. newer stuff. Like with the wigs, and then they parted, and yeah, they put the makeup yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I when I started, or like the sew weave before where they do it in today. When I saw it, I never thought it was real. I always thought it, I thought it was a weave, mm-hmm. but then I learned that it's a wig, yeah, or that it's a it's a it's a wig or a weave with a leave out, and then I started yeah. learning all this. Man, these all these, these wigs have become all very high tech. Y'all talented. I'll give you <laughs> but, that much. But, but <laughs> one thing I will say about it is that you know, um, and not that he, um, I can't remember if he actually. Stated exactly that it was black women. Black women are not the only ones to do it. Like white women, yes, they do. They do. Women, black women do a lot of extensions. And, white women and, have been doing this for a very no, long no, time. You're, you're, you're absolutely and, and, and right. And a lot of people. So I feel like uh, black women are just to the, to the, to the in the place where they feel like, well, we can finally do this and we can do it and we're going to do it and leave us the fuck alone. We want to protect our hair. All that shit. All that shit is cool. I just, I, I guess I brought this up because you know Meek Mills uh-huh. got some backlash based off of his comments. So one was this preference. It was his comment about somebody he was dating. Yeah, some girl so he was, he this was is, fucking with. This man. is what he said. This he is, said women, blah blah blah. This blah, is gonna blah. sound bad because I I read that and mm-hmm. I was like, damn, what's he talking about? And then I started to watch the R. Kelly docu series uh-huh. and one of the. the <laughs> so I thought I thought I thought he was talking about her, okay. and I was like, oh, that's why they coming at him because how he talking about her? No, she's, he, you know, he, he's he's simply talking about his preference and how he yeah. doesn't like women wearing lace fronts. And I, and, and for me, I get it. I've I've always been. A fan of of black women in particular promoting 
self-love with their hair and understanding that their hair is, you know, good enough. Yeah. I, I get the whole protective style thing, uh-huh. but I feel like lace fronts, uh, you know, weaves, and it's, it's overdone that in shit the black. crazy to I don't me. think it's done well. It's yeah, not that's, done but well. But that's the problem. But, but that's, but so, so that's us. That's us. We are men. We are men thinking that. We see it. I see the makeup. I see all that shit. Like, I don't know if women are thinking the same thing and they're telling each other. I don't no, know if you're right. They're not. All men are thinking the way we're thinking. Well, I think some men like that, that talking about that. So, y'all know I, I, y'all know I dated a chick that that she she did the wig. Yeah, and she had and names for her. Jezebel, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it was Jezebel. I, can't, I, don't, I don't think it was Jezebel. No, yeah, it was. But what I'm saying is, the wig she actually made was very was done very well. Mm-hmm. The fact that she just made it and she's never done it before, she did it well. Mm-hmm. And like when you put it on, like yes, it looked good. So to her defense, she did it well. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about people are not doing it well. Yeah. Like they're just doing it bad. Not the whole makeup and everything like that to where we aesthetically don't like it as mm-hmm. much. I'm just talking about they're not doing it well. You know what I mean? They're, they're buying cheap gonna, hair. They're going to get for to that one. point, though. You know, they're buying cheap hair for one. They don't know what they're doing. They, y- y- y'all be seeing the photos on uh, um, I, I what see, I asked I, for and what I got? I see it in person. <laughs> I, I go to stores and I'm talking to the to the chick that's at the, at the you know, at the telling machine or at the desk. And I see the net holes. I see the yeah. makeup that doesn't match her skin tone. I see a lot of wild shit. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so you telling me that your natural hair looks worse than that? Probably. Because they're not taking care or, of that or either. They, or they don't want to have to. Think about it, right? It's also a lot of work. Hold on. Yeah. Think about it. If you have hair, right? Mm-hmm. And I never realized this. If you have hair, until I started growing my shit out, right? If you have hair, it adds a good amount of time in the morning yeah. to yeah, take yeah, care yeah, of that shit. Yeah. That's one. Two, you can't be like rummaging or, or just slumming in the house right and then you got to go outside now you got to get it done now nah, fuck that what you gonna do you gonna put you a hat on you gonna put a hat no no you gonna put a hat on yeah as a guy right yeah. right, right right as a guy right yeah. right right, right. some women do put that yeah, hat yeah on. they do yeah. but instead of putting the hat on they put another hat on that hat is it's a wig, it's a wig. yeah so yeah. i get it i get here's it. my here's my thing right and i, I think it. this is what meeks mill issue uh-huh is if I meet you and we smash it, yo, don't fool me. Like, put that shit on and then let me be okay with, uh, or let it be okay for me to pull your well, hair. That's your fault for liking that shit and being fooled. But, but then again, I don't see it's an issue. He doesn't like it. Yeah, like, but so, then again, Obi Wan also said McMill is not the best person to articulate any any issue but that's, whatsoever. That's not, that's not what we're talking about. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, so that's why he's getting backlash because the way that he he, he, he spoke on it. Did you see it? Was you, not articulate. Yeah, I saw it. It wasn't articulate. He just sounded like. I, a I dummy think, talking. But I thought it was jokes for Twitter. You it sounded me? like jokes it, for it, Twitter it, it and they, were, they weren't laughing with him. It definitely was, <laughs> yo. But like, but like, yo, if he doesn't like that, he... So, you know, that's that's fucking hilarious, right? He's getting backlash for not liking lace front that's wigs. That's what I'm saying. Like, He's that's, not that's, getting backlash because he doesn't like somebody's natural hair. That's what I'm saying, like, yo. That, to me, don't make sense. That's what's crazy. Like, But to them, they took it as you're not supporting us. We supported you. Get the fuck out of here. Do you know me, no? <laughs> they supported him. Like they bought his music. Yo, this is I I I, I fucking hate this day and age. <laughs> like with these damn fans, yo. Like that shit is crazy, oh, man. man. I thought it was funny. I did think it was funny though. I thought he was being funny. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, don't take it personal, and and like don't take it personal. Listen, shit. They clap at each other on. Listen, yeah. Listen, <laughs> when I went. 
because uh, Sam Bryan said that shit to the group chat, right? He sent that uh, clap back on somebody's oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. about the outfit that the chick had on, which was terrible as fuck, right? But I was looking at some of the comments like, yo, this one's not it. Even the chick said, yo, I normally support you, but this one's not it. And she com- she proceeded to destroy her entire life because she didn't agree with what her outfit looked like. But yeah, I see it all the time. They kill each other for the way they look or the way they dress. You're they, talking about women. Women, yeah. They yeah. must do it for their hair. Well, I, they, women do it for each other. And I don't know if I believe that. Let me though, tell y'all, I don't, don't understand the women dynamic, yo. That's a whole other conversation yeah. that we need to have. <laughs> we, need a, we need a woman to talk about that. But, like, shit. yeah, I just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, anyway, I just thought that was kind of crazy. Um, you want to bring in the next topic, Obi-Wan? Um, I guess, sure, I can bring in the next topic. Uh, so, um, we had a victory. Uh, well, for some, it, it'll be a victory. Um, Centoya Brown, uh, who was serving a life sentence in Tennessee, uh, had her um, basically her sentence commuted by uh, the the Republican. Uh, I had to put that out there, the uh, Republican governor of Tennessee. So at the end of this year, she is going to be free. I can't wait a whole year though. Uh, I mean, you know, paperwork, stuff like that, I suppose. No, paperwork don't take that fucking long. She's been in there way too long already. Let her go. <laughs> but, but yeah, and that's, that and, that's, and that's what I was getting to. The reason why I say it's a victory is because, I, and, you know, for those that know, there was recently um, a, a large pouring of support for her, although right. she had already been in jail for years. Yeah, she got a lot of support um, for her. A lot of large pouring of support for her because of, um, you know, the circumstances in which she was put in jail. So if you don't know, um, when she was, she's, when she was, she went to jail when she was, I believe 16, but up until that point, she had been raped, uh, molested, and she was sold, uh, by, I believe, I don't know if he was a drug dealer into the sex, basically sold as a, a sex slave, sex slave. Um, and eventually she ended up killing one of her clients because she thought he was going to kill her. And, and I guess the other part that was uh, sketchy for the police was she took the money. She took, yeah, she took his money. Um, she was tried as an adult, and she went to jail for life. And there was a large uproar. It was like, but wait, she's she's a victim here. Matter of fact, in the report, the prosecutor put her as a sixteen-year-old uh, prostitute, <laughs> not even like a sex slave, but like yeah. she was a prostitute. So, you know, I, I read about this, um, I read up on it a little while ago because I thought it was just a self-defense case or whatever. Um, and some people may see it as that. Um, when I read up on it, I didn't view it as a self-defense. I felt like she 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 killed somebody. She murdered somebody. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm happy she's out of jail for one, but I feel as if she still did commit a crime. I think I, not to me. I well, the I, reason I, why I say she still did commit a crime was because you know, it's it's this, and I guess let me not try to compare it to something else. But the fact that the man wasn't going to kill her, um, she therefore should not have killed him. Like she still killed him. That is still a crime. Now I do, however, believe that she, they should have one hundred percent taken her circumstances into account to say that based off of the situation that she was going through based off she what she had been in her been through in her life that um this was a result of that which is not her fault like her being a sex slave is not her fault her being raped is not her fault 
It's self-defense because she was having sex against her will. Whether or not he was going to kill her, who knows? Did he know that, though? What? Yeah, he knew. How do you know? Because he got her from her pimp. <laughs> like we, he, okay. didn't, he didn't think like she was like a. a you, you're thinking that he thought that she's just a regular job, but, but, he, but regular prostitute. But but the thing is, one, what what are the rights for prostitutes, right? Yeah. What are the rights for prostitutes? Two, he she killed him. It wasn't like he was beating her. Um, and, and and I'm not saying that none of that stuff happened. It may have potentially happened, but in the moment in which she killed him, she it does stopped. it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem as if he in any way. Besides having sex with the sex slave, was was there was you know that's a crime in itself, but that that, that crime doesn't. I mean, maybe you're, maybe you're right. It is. So murder, that's what I'm trying to but say. But he 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 was a uh, what's it? Um, you know, he was just a little fly on the wall or whatever. He like he got caught up in a situation that was out of his control. Meaning like, you know, she was a sex slave. She had been through a lot. Who knows how many other people she slept? She was forced to sleep with. Who knows if she was drugged on and off. And at that point, like Ike the Great says, she snapped. You yep. know what I mean? And in my mind, why are you why are you uh, fucking with um, you know women of the sex slave world in the first place? You know, shit like this might happen. So I mean, yeah, obviously there are, there are sick men out there and there are sick people out there. So I don't feel bad about what happened to him. I'm not even, but I'm not even talking about him. I think you know, I think the bigger question is, you know, why does he get life in prison? Because um, she was a black woman, and why, why, why did the system not protect someone who, in any other circumstances, had she not killed a man, she had just been found in this this man's room, they would have tried to protect her, being that she was a victim, being the that she was, was raped, being that she was sold into sex slavery, which seems to be a huge issue for people. Why wasn't she protected? And I think that's my issue there. Like, where where were the protections for her? The system is broke. I mean, like, for me, what I got from, you know, doing some research and listening to some other things is when it comes to taking someone to court, it's how can we just get this case? How can we win this case? And then for them, I think it was simpler to charge her with murder than to prove that she was part of a sex trafficking situation and i think that's the route that they went it made sense she murdered the guy she stole his money she ran away right and so to to put more information to it she murdered him while she was sleeping and stole his money there you go so for them that's open i mean to me that looks like a, to me that looks like a murder yeah until you dive deeper into the situation she was a sex slave and she just found that as a way to escape because right. if she tried to leave, he would have tried to kill her. Is how her mind was thinking. Exactly. And that she was a sex click. Yeah. But those things are hard to prove. Right. Which is why they go with what they can prove. And in that situation, what they can prove is murder. It was a lot easier. And and so, to conclude what you were saying, the issue is a broken system. We have a broken system. And until we can acknowledge that the system that governs, you know, the people... Is broken. We we can't fix it. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's funny enough, though. This this situation did actually change um, how they try um, juveniles hear, yeah, in in Tennessee. That. And they basically said, you know, had had it been tried now, that her 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 trial would have went um, completely different. They actually would have investigated her being. A sex slave and being sold into mm-hmm. and being sex trafficked, you know, they would have investigated to determine the, I guess, the validity of that. Uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, 
it's it's one of those things like i said we got to we got to take into account and 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 you know it's funny enough when when i was when i was watching when i was watching the uh r kelly docuseries mm-hmm. it made me think about how people were outraged about this because you know they kept saying you know this is what she's been through this is what she's been through this is why she did it and i didn't really hear the same thing for r kelly and i and i think that i think it should once again we talked about it we're not going to go back there but i think that it also should have been taken into account right i mean i no, i I agree with you but i think the premise of all of this is you know what r kelly was doing to these women not or these children not necessarily what got him to this point now i i think the right thing to do is the producers should come out with another docuseries of what got R. Kelly to this point. But I think the story that people wanted to hear, because, you know, this was talked about in Chicago way before it became national, was him abducting women, I mean, little kids. Like I, I get that, and it goes back to what I, I the great set, keep the same energy. Right? No, I agree. Keep, and, and, was, and, so, and that's why I say that she committed a crime. Mm-hmm. She should have been punished in some type of way. I don't know what, I'm not saying jail, but she should have been punished in some type of way. It is the same thing with R. Kelly. He has committed crimes. He needs to be punished for his crime, but we need to take into account how they got to where they I don't got know, I don't, to. I, I'm okay with the punishment for R. Kelly. I'm not okay with saying that she needed to be punished. I'm just not. Them circumstances that she went through to get to that point, um, God forbid anybody has to go through that. And, but, and maybe I'm thinking about it in the confines no, of how the law saying. works. I was you know what to, I mean? Yeah. But you're saying she was molested or whatever, right? And to get out of it, not to get out of it, she was molested because of that she committed a crime. R. Kelly was molested because of it he committed a crime. But I think... But nobody's saying but I, I feel like free R. R. Kelly. No, I get what you're saying, but I feel like R. Kelly is a little bit more aware because he's being strategic in how he's trying to hide what he's doing. Whereas this girl, she snapped. Well, she she, she, she shot him while he was asleep, stole his money, and, and went away. back to her pimp and oh. gave him the money. Yeah, she did do that. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, she so, fucked up in the head. But though, here's yeah. the thing. They, oh. did, they, did, they she, did the psychological okay. profile, <laughs> and they did the psychological profile on her, right? And, and it could all have been flawed. It could have all been a lie to get this girl into jail. But at the end of the day... Yo, you're saying one is okay and one is not because you're you're actually looking at the crimes that were committed. Okay. You're not okay with somebody getting raped, killing some somebody, right? Because she killed somebody to protect herself. And in this case, R. Kelly didn't. Well, you know, he didn't listen, do what he did to protect himself. She didn't right? do it to you protect I mean? herself either. If she stole the money and gave it to her pimp, I mean, so she wasn't trying to. She wasn't trying to escape either. So she said she. So she said she gave it to her pimp so that she didn't return to him empty-handed. Yeah. She was. She was. Why did she return to him? Oh, well, he was gonna give her. He, the dude was gonna give her money, though, wasn't? He? No, nigga. Yeah. I, well, who? <laughs> I don't, can't prove that. He has to. He he obviously was no, gonna give her with money. John. I'm talking about the John. Yeah, yeah. What they the get? John wasn't gonna pay her. Oh, oh, but that wasn't see? gonna be her. Oh, okay. I see. see? Well, nah. I mean, we don't. Nah. Know, we don't know. Nah. Here's here's my I thing. Right? Said, yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I would prosecute too. I agree. <laughs> I agree with both of you guys. I would prosecute that when it comes to R. Kelly's situation, we do have to look at it from another perspective as well. But what I will say is this. I take each case by that case. And I think what you're trying to do is you're trying to compare two different cases and be like, well, why can't we apply this same concept to the other one? And I just feel like... I'm not trying to do it in the confines of the law. I'm only doing 
public opinion here. I'm only thinking about okay. public opinion okay. here. Then, then you know what? You know what I, I mean? Then I agree with you guys. Yes, yeah, in, in, in the court of public, public opinion. opinion. Yeah. Yeah, because you know. by the law, he should have been in jail a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, it comes back down to what keeping the same energy across the board. And 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 we we said it. If you don't, we understand this. Your thing, your thing is women being raped, sexually abused. Like that, that hits you. That's what you want to fight for. That's what you're going to defend, no matter what that person does. That's perfectly fine. You don't want to keep the same energy. It is what it is, you know. But I do think that when it does go back to the law, for people that are that that are underprivileged, for people that have been traumatized, for people that have PTSD, for people that go through these things, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that like, come on, like there has to be something that says we're going to give them ten percent less of a sentence or thirty percent less of a sentence for each thing that they've actually been through that's that they're psychologically still dealing with, right? There should be a process. Put it through a psychological profile. See where her mindset is see what's going on in her life and if it's certain things like that she can't control she's obviously being controlled by someone that is out of her control she's obviously sold that is out of her control that should be taken into account don't get me wrong i'm happy that she's out mm-hmm. um it just i just thought of that when i was no i mean i, I, I guess you when you put it together like that you know it, it does question and i guess i can understand i, I don't know man like i said I, i've been listening to this this podcast series on the judicial system yeah. and I'm just not confident that the prosecutor or their team did the due diligence in, in trying to figure out like what got her to that point. You know what I think when I, cause I listened to one of those episodes and when I, when I have my emotions and then I talk to someone who's actually in the law, mm-hmm. I just think we don't understand the law well enough. Who us as uh, people that are not in the law, people that are not in the law. Cause people that are lawyers understand the law and guess what? They still have to work within, within the law. What the but that's law says. that's my issue with the, the the law. The law because for them, it's not about what's right and what's wrong. It's it's about what can what's going to succeed within the law that has been written for me. But that may be their case, right? If if I am a defense lawyer, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, this law is messed up, and basically. It makes me harder to present a case. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to present my case. Yeah, you're going to do the best thing you can do. Right, right. You're do but the best there has to be do. somebody else that's that's looking at the law to say, "Oh, wait, we need to change this law because those defense lawyers or those prosecutors are having a hard time because of X, Y, and Z." But if I have a case in front of me, I'm not going to sit here and say, "This law, this law is fucked up," or "This law is fucked I mean, up and it works in my favor." I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be like, damn, this law is fucked up. I know how to circumvent. But in, in my in my opinion, as a person, and I don't know what they're called, but like as a lawyer, right? Because technically they serve the community, right? As a person that's- Public defendant? Yeah. Well, no, lawyers, right? Oh. Don't, I think that's that's what it is. No, or it's just public. lawyers don't serve the community. Private law firms, man, they do what the fuck they want. <laughs> that's true. Like, I guess what I'm simply saying is whether you're on the defense side or you're on the side of the prosecutor, you have a moral obligation to make sure that whatever you're trying, that you're getting all of the information yep. and not just doing it because it's another notch on your belt. Talk to talk to defense lawyers about morals. <clears throat> I mean, that's or, or better yet, talk to 
Uh, but that's talk, what I'm saying on talk, both sides. On I both mean, sides. On both sides. You know, I agree. talk to defense lawyers about life. Talk to talk to talk to doctors who are who are Christians. I mean, like we're talking about morals, and I'm sure it's not an easy battle for them to have to try to fight day in and day out. But you gotta do your job. You gotta get your money. Listen, <laughs> to me, it's just too often that these laws that you're talking about are worked against black people, and especially. Um, you know, black people, you know, our children and people of the future. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's my biggest issue. You know what I'm saying? As a prosecutor, I feel like if, if you feel like you got a, a, a minor that's being mm-hmm. tried as a, an adult, figure out what's going on. Just don't say, oh, he's just another nigga part of the system. Put him underneath the jail. But, but see, that's the thing. I don't think that we as black people can do both in the sense that we can't we can't try to protect somebody from going into the system and say the law is fucked up at the same time. Somebody needs to do one. Somebody else needs to do the other. But when these situations happen, we get so caught up and intertwined in everything and we're never going to be successful that way. Right. If we want to be able to protect the, the law that works against black people, then we have to do it outside of every circumstances that pop up. We can't wait to Santoya Brown is now facing life in prison mm-hmm. to say, damn, this law is fucked up. It doesn't protect black people. We got to do it when. She's either before she gets there, after she's already there, after we're outraged, before we're outraged, and say, let's do it so that the next person doesn't have, have to, to go, go through this. Yeah, no. But we wait until somebody's going through it to say it. No, I, I agree. I, and I think, you know, for me, because we, we've gone on, on a tangent, I, I want to I have an episode where we get a couple people that are in that profession. And really just, for me, I, I, I want to really pick their brain on some of these things and see how they feel. Because I feel a lot of times some of the prosecutors are a bit jaded. They've been doing it too long. You know what I mean? And for them, um, it's just another I mean, I think file a, on their desk. But, you know, I think it's a very uh, it's a ritual work. I mean, uh, what do you want to call it? You do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I think. Honestly. <clears throat> Each case I, may be different, but you I've do the same thing I've spoken to a prosecutor day. that um, thinks differently. Um, so, you know, every case is different, right, to your point. And... You know, this prosecutor's gotten certain cases and they've made and, you know, it'll be it'll be a person of color or whatever. And this prosecutor is a person of color and they've made suggestions on what their um, sentence should be based Mm -hmm. on the crime that they committed. Uh, And they're not okay with it, but they have to do it. And then the defense attorney will come back and say something else. And this these prosecutors will say. In their head, oh, that sounds better. You know, let's do that. But they would never say it out loud because that's not their job. Right. They can't do that. Their job is to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. And right. it's the defense attorney's job to defend their client and get them lesser charges. So Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I just feel like I just feel like we're we're having a competition on people's lives. <laughs> like Unfortunately. That, that's that's what's going on here. You, you know what I'm saying? The two captains are coming to the middle of, of the field and they're discussing, you know, how they're going to, you know, charge someone. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's one of those things where where to put yourself in the best position to to be successful, you have to go get the information yourself. And people don't want to be lawyers. People don't want to get the information themselves. People don't want to really change the law that much because ideally that's what you have to do. Who's going to better defend yourself from going to jail than your own self? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's easier said than done, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I'm going to try to figure it out. I'm really going to try to see if we can we can put something together, maybe a panel 
of, of, of lawyers and just really ask them a bunch of questions. I think it's mostly me that has an issue <laughs> with some of these things. But, yeah, I got a lot of questions. No, I, I got a lot of questions for them. Yeah, I mean, I think I have an issue with the law with the law as well. I think yours is definitely bigger than mine. <laughs> and then you listen to this docu-series, or this, not docu-series, this, yeah, this podcast That's over funny, here. You know, as someone who's been through the system, you know, even on the lighter level. And, and that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that, that, shit, that shit is personal. You just gonna laugh like that, my nigga? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, because now, now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he sounded like R. Kelly brother in the docu-series. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. He was in jail, right? Yes, that, okay. it was Just confirm it. But I'm not and gonna say no shit good. like, I like older women. <laughs> he prefers. Yeah. No, it don't work that way. They put him on he there said, to I, be the comical relief, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they put him on there to show the mentality of other people that support R. Kelly. FYI, FYI, one of the people that was on there, do you know, is actually under investigation for sexual harassment. Oh, you don't say. One of the guys or one of the the, the no, the one of the guys that's been, that was talking. Was it the uh, the bodyguard? No, the security t- guy. Toure. Torre? Torre? Oh, yeah. really? The journalist? Yes. Oh, I didn't yeah. know what? that. Yep. For the, what? Sexual what? Sexual harassment. Because okay. he's, he's, he's married, too. Wow. But everybody, every time I say that to women, they say, oh, I thought he was gay. No, a lot of people think he's gay. Yeah, he's not. I, I mean, but, to the best of my But knowledge. anyway, from what I, from what I read, uh, I guess he was, he was doing something for a year, and he had a makeup artist that I guess he found very attractive. Mm-hmm. And for a whole year, he harassed her. He said stuff like, let me fuck you in the ass. Wow. Mm. Um, wow. Your ass wow. is so fat. Wow. That, um, yeah. Only wow. one position, and that's doggy style. Like, shit like that. What? He, yeah, yeah. He's going that's hard. Mad so wild. then, since he, so, so pretty much... I don't know if it was on his page. He was he was supporting the docu series, and she was like, "How ironic that another sexual harasser is is putting this up there." So that's when it kind of spiraled out of control, Whoa. and she put up all types of text messages and shit. Oh, and he, oh, wow. but okay. And well, then he tried to say, "Innocent." It was just um, he was joking. Oh, he should have said it's not me. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't work for Mark Kelly. But uh, to 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 end the um. The podcast. I, let's talk about. We gonna we gonna do these? Do what? We doing the last two, right? We we can cut it off right here if y'all want. We I, I'm gonna skip number six. We're gonna do number six. Oh, okay. Because I feel like that <laughs> that get a little bit more involved. You guys want to talk about the uh, statement released by the not, NFL? Not a lot to talk about in that. Yeah, go it's ahead just, and do that while I because I, I had one other topic that you mentioned I forgot about. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to say because we we had reported on here that Eric Reed, uh, uh, NFL safety that plays for the Panthers, uh, who yeah. was one of the individuals that took a knee with uh, Colin Kaepernick back in the, the days league. when he was uh, in. Uh, Kansas with the 49ers, oh, right? Oh yeah, 49ers. With the 49ers, and he was out of the league for a little bit, came back last year, and ever since oh, he's been back, they've been randomly, quote-unquote, drug-testing him, and at least that's what he's saying. quote-unquote. Like nine. He had nine random drug tests. But, you know, when things like this happens, people, you know, players can report it to the Players Association. He did it. They did their investigation. They came back, and they found that the algorithm is, in fact, randomly picking him. Do y'all buy that shit? I mean, I, I don't. Um, I'm sure the algorithm was in fact randomly picking him, but that algorithm wasn't random. Fuck <laughs> like this shit, this shit happened nine times. Like, how random is that, my nigga? Like, like, what? If, you, if you know how to code, all yeah. you had to do was put Eric Reed in there, and yeah. it's gonna come up. But, every- but the algorithm also showed a lot of other people who were randomly selected. The same amount of times that he was. I don't know if it was the same amount of times, but it was they also it was, it was a lot of times. It yeah. was more than three. Yeah, but the thing is, 
who the are the only difference is those people I would assume were had been in the league for all sixteen weeks, right? Or and seventeen weeks, right? 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 And so Eric Reed may not have been. He, all been in the, he was but like it's, in the it's, league it's, like six. It's also games. easy. To, no, like, uh, I mean, I mean, football season, right? It's also easy okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. to make it look random by having other people. Be, I mean, facts. you know, um, it, but it, let's think about but, it. Hey. Though. He, the NFL don't fuck with him, and the NFL PA don't fuck with him because he spoke out against. Word. Against uh, oh, both of them, I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah, yeah, because he was upset about um, them taking the money. Yeah, it's Mal- and not Malcolm and Jenkins. not and not including him but, and Kaepernick. But in that. even with uh, the Atlanta Falcons punter that rock bottomed uh, a kick returner. Oh, that was random, huh? He got immediately, in, immediately yeah. the next day, he got called in to be tested for a PED. So hey, who knows? But yeah. I just wanted to say that investigations it, were done. It's, it's about as random as when the police officer pulls over a black person. Or when Driving. the TSA agent yeah. pulls over <laughs> Middle Eastern. <laughs> right, that's how random this right. shit's Okay. Uh, oh, well. Damn. That's what it's a lot of discrimination in this motherfucking country, though. Yeah. Hey, man. That's what happens when you have a big old fucking melting pot. Word. Yeah. So, you want to end with that, or you got something? No, I do want to end with um, somebody talk to Soldier Boy because he's still on drugs. Oh, <laughs> Yo, he looks 42. Yeah, he aged very quickly. Drugs, yeah, yeah. and alcohol, and yeah. lean, and all that shit, and probably not sleeping. And and prostitutes, bugging out. He said that man said I had the best comeback in 2018, but then later on said I sat back and watched y'all in 2018 mess up the culture. So which one is, is or is you ain't? I, I think <laughs> I think, but this is I, I feel like this is all part of his plan. I feel like he's he's starting to put himself he, back out there he, yeah, he so crazy, it, it makes me think of um what i said is I, I said something in the group chat that we had i said one we got to stop giving these young teenagers fame because right. it's, it's fucking them up when they get to the age yeah. but because even bow wow right yeah, what's wrong with these even well, chris brown no right even chris don't brown talk about cb yeah I, I know that's your man crush over there <laughs> hey, i hey, degrade man, but hey, still hey, yo out, like yo what's what's wrong what's so wrong I, with them, I, I i think for because i think these are three different situations i think for uh, Soldier Boy, I really feel like you know he he it's two things. One, you know they're doing the B two K tour and all that crap, and they were asking why he wasn't part of that tour because he came out around the t- same time as those people did. He didn't. Uh, yeah, I think he came out after that. After that, he was has it, one hit. Yeah, no, yeah, he has more than one hit. Was it was it uh, far after that or was it close? Uh, it was towards the end of theirs. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. but for whatever reason though, I, I was hearing a lot of people say why wasn't he part of that tour? Well, who else is on that tour? Um. I, I can't even. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do it up if you want. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know who else is on yeah. that tour, but. And uh, then the other thing is, he has one hit. No, he has more than no, one. He hit. has more than. Kiss me through the phone. Nigga, he changed music. He he, he did. He did. He changed he, music. He, he was the beat maker. Yeah. He changed the way the direction of music was going at a certain point. Yo, he did that. All that dancing shit that niggas do now. He started that shit. Uh, Pretty Ricky, Mario, those are like the three big ones. Okay. Um, those were B2K's time. Okay. That which was before, before Soulja That was before Soulja Boy. Okay. I didn't even know uh, B2K was back together. Uh, uh, man, I, listen, if y'all want to keep on with this podcast, I can give you some more <laughs> pop gossip if y'all want. Nah, pop gossip. Lloyd, Bobby V, Ying Yang Twins, Chingy. This is yeah. This is before era. no. This is before yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they're in the same era. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, Ying Yang Twins is even before. That. I didn't B2K. even know Ying Yang Twins was still alive. And Chingy before that. Yo. Chingy been Chingy. A, now that nigga only got one hit. I like the way you do the thing. Right? Is that his shit? Is that his shit? 
Yeah, right, right there. there. Yeah, come Country on, man. Yeah, you, you're from St. Louis. No, no, what you mean? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he is from St. Louis. Yeah, I'm from Baltimore. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, this this is funny because we could go, we can go on and on about this because it also relates to. Uh, but like, yo, when they get in the industry so young and they start doing these things that they wouldn't normally do because they're hanging out with older people who are already doing right. it, right? And and uh, shout out to OG, but OG said this on the thread. He said we got to also remember. The, Part of the issue with the the uh, music industry is young kids hanging out with adults, and you know, first thing that came to mind was Usher hanging out with, with P Diddy, and oh. you know, P Diddy was throwing mad pussy, older yeah. pussy yeah. at him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I already knew that. You but, know what I mean? Like, actually, you know that's what? not new. That's not new, right? That's what that's what we do, though, right? But it's not even just in the music industry. You got TV, you got Disney. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about even with us. You got your your younger brother, your young cousin. He's he's coming up in age. What you do? You bringing him around some pussy, see yeah. how he act. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know why? Because at that age, we're not thinking about the effects that that's gonna have. Yeah, no, because we're still immature at that point yeah. ourselves. You know, I mean, look at Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was telling um, Lil, Lil Twist, Lil Twist, like, was it Lil Twist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, yeah, I was fucking at at eleven. I got, I think he said he got raped at eight or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, had a baby at fifteen. Yeah, and then he said, nigga, you gonna learn? I said, what? <laughs> like what? They did the same thing to Bauer. Yeah, I so. So I'm not surprised that you know these guys are wilding, like you said. You know what I mean, like you know. So you know, it's it's. Uh, I think all of it, a lot of the talks we talk about, kind of related, and um, it related, you know, with the whole R. Kelly. Like, yo, we we gotta we gotta take better care care of our our children, not just Word. the ones that are out here that that are victims, but the ones that yeah, are out here that are, victimized. You know, I, I agree. Yeah? I agree. I mean, and I, I, I like I appreciate the way um, Beyonce's parents dealt with their uh, group they was very hands on they made sure like none of that crazy shit happened well I, I think Matthew Knowles I don't was know. touching some people. I don't know. Oh, you, you think so? You think he was touching? You, I don't you, know. Was it who was it that came out and said that they were they were? Was it Kelly and Michelle? That yeah, came it was out Kelly. Saying, Kelly said, and it sounded a lot like. No, but she said she was abused by her uh, boyfriend. I thought when she was okay at the yeah. time. Yeah, she didn't say she was touched. She said she was you know physically abused by her boyfriend. Um, yeah. And oh. she hated Or she had animosity towards Yeah that's a whole nother shit <laughs> But uh, anyway That's it That's it man Yeah man Alright So uh, We have an announcement to make guys We are officially on Spotify So Yeah if you're, if you're, Yes yes We know y'all been waiting track. <laughs> If you guys are tired of You know like Going on SoundCloud Or, or um, Google Play or whatever Yeah you can definitely Check us out on Spotify We are, we are on there How can they find us on Spotify? Um, they gotta type in the EBS podcast, um, and then you got to scroll down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Be on there. Just look just, for us just, and then add us. Just type in EBS thirty six or anything from EBS 38. eighteen to thirty eight or whatever yeah. it is, and you'll find you'll yeah. find us. Yeah. No spaces. And like, if you're still cool with uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts. Keep listening to still us there. on there. And there. Uh, yeah. definitely I spread the word. Um, shout out to all our international listeners. You know, I'm always checking. Yeah. We definitely appreciate the love. We, and, we, we hope you guys like the content that yeah. we're giving y'all. And OG is, you know, he's officially on his sabbatical. So, you know, if y'all trying to come yeah. in and be a guest, you got some topics, let us know. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. We, we, we want to be the podcast that interviews uh, our listeners. Yeah, I don't think anybody yeah. else actually does that. So, yeah, yeah come through. Kick it with us. Yep. So this is the EBS podcast, episode 38. Thank you for listening. We out. Wow. <laughs>